0: Hey, hey, it's the Great Plot Podcast! What is this voice? I what is know. happening right now? Is it, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to perfect my radio voice. That's, that's not it. That's not good. No. That was terrible. <laughs> you sound like Krusty the Clown or something. Hey! hey! <laughs> uh, this is episode 74 of the Great Plot Podcast. I am Skeletoni. I am Taylor of Terror. Welcome back, guys. Um, and yeah. you know what you say? It's episode 74. But if you take everything that we have ever recorded... Including drunken cinemas and Oktoberamas. This is our 100th recording. Hey, Hey! we made it. <laughs> kind we, of. We're that's an obscure milestone that we made. <laughs> we're so good. We've we've done 100 things. <laughs> um. So how are you doing? I'm I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. You're all uh, your apartment's all Christmas well, out. Christmased. Well, not all Christmased out. We still need to put our lights up and our stockings. Sure. We don't uh well but we got the tree. Yeah, that's a thing. That's that's you know that's the important part. It's there. Yeah, ours is uh all decked out. You know, we've got our Christmas party that we have every year. That's coming up. You guys will listen to this on Wednesday on the coming Saturday. That's where we're having our party. All so. oh, right, yeah, we can't go. Right. Stupid work party. Yeah. <laughs> Not my work. Don't don't blame me. <laughs> Um, yeah, our, our fucking apartment is just a wreck, and we have we're having a party in less than a week, so <laughs> have fun with that. Yeah, and we're fucking busy too. Like we're we're going to the Nutcracker on Thursday, so yeah. I mean, are you going to the in-laws? Oh, oh, zing! Um, just a busy week, and not really enough time to do everything. So it's gonna be fun. We don't have to record on the day that we're having the party this year, though. So that's going to be a plus. Is that the first time? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh... Because we always talk about how good your turkey smells. Right. <laughs> so now I can make my turkey in peace, and I have to split time between recording and moder- like And basting. Basting, yeah. Tony's a master baster. I am the master baster. They call me that. That's true. They do. <laughs> What's new with you? Um, nothing. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just explained to you. I won't go into detail again, but we just went and looked at houses. So we're looking to, looking to buy in the beginning of next year. So. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's adulting. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking stressful i mean we just started with it too and i'm already getting stressed out by it <laughs> like, where i mean there's so much it's, it's a fucking juggling act you have to do so much and like you got you got to be well well timed with everything especially in, in like the market now because there's so many offers on like every single house yeah and it's it's hard to be i mean it's, it's not a buyer's market anymore like it was you know three years ago sure um so it's hard to like negotiate because if you come in a little lower than what the the offer what the price is you know there may be uh, a reasonable owner that's willing to sell at that price but there might inevitably be somebody that's going to come in at the asking price or above just cock block you yeah and oh, it was so fucking irritating. We were look we, the the one house was telling you this, this is there's an open house. Um, we were in there, and a guy came in. He said he was a neighbor that he lived in a house very similar to the one we were in, uh, and he lived like a, a block away or whatever. And he was talking about wanting to buy it as a rental property. It's like you motherfucker! <laughs> I will kill you and your family. It's, it's such a fucking dick move. Like I know it happens all the time. But it's like this guy is gonna fucking buy this house, which is actually pretty nice. I mean, aside from a few things that needs to be fixed up, he's gonna put minimal effort into it, and he's probably gonna like put it out on like Section Eight or something. And the house is gonna go to shit. The neighborhood's gonna go to shit. When whereas you know people like us, I mean, not necessarily us. But people like us could come in and actually care for the home and fix it up. And People take like you with all it. that podcast money. Yeah, you know, making just, that paper. You know, just build build a mansion out of it. <laughs> and that was the thing, like I was telling you, this... I could make my house into a mansion with some two-by-fours. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling you, this house is in pretty good shape. In the, All right. <laughs> well, you keep doing you, bro. Oh, I will. The show, you can head over to patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, Get yourself some rewards for as little as art jokes. Yeah, but then you know, also when we do our short films, we have money to do a better production. Right. Finally, get you know some decent fake blood and guts and. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah. So, if you want, did you already do this? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Um. And, like, we're going to be adding a couple... I I, I don't know exactly when, but we're going to be adding a couple new uh, perks, I guess. Levels. Yeah, we're going to add a new uh, $15 level, I think. Uh, uh, As soon as I can design one, we're going to have a special Patreon patron-only exclusive t-shirt design. I was going to say, I gave the Grave Plot Podcast $15 and all I got with this stupid shirt. It's actually not half bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But, yeah, like, it, no, I mean, it's going to be for anybody $15 and above, and then I think uh, we're going to maybe start doing a $1, we'll do, we'll give you a, a, a sticker at $1 and above. Okay. You just want to design all that shit, so I don't care. Yeah. That's that's all your work. Thanks. All I got to do is tweet. Yep. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> Great work with the tweeting. <laughs> um yeah how about uh how about that mummy trailer huh dude what what <laughs> what the fuck was that it's not a mummy is what it it's it. not a f- no it's not a fucking mummy i mean does it does it have like the regenerative 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 you know what I'm trying to say powers like in the ninety nine version i guess but I then mean- why does she still look all gray and like You're you're asking questions I don't even have the faintest answer to. The whole thing looks fucking stupid. Is she a fresh mummy? A fresh mummy? I don't think they make those. They don't mummify people anymore? I don't think so. Not on purpose, anyway. (laughs) You know, people, like, they'll die out in the desert or something. That's just nature doing its thing. Sure. (laughs) But even they look worse than she does. Sure, yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't, I mean... There there's Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe which is just like a Oh pfft. my god, it's Russell Crowe. <laughs> uh and he's you know fighting around the world and little baby Tommy Tommy Cruise. Tommy Cruise going my call him Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> I don't know why I said Tommy at first but I liked the sound of it. <laughs> um again, just tiny little man playing a Navy SEAL, playing playing grown up and <laughs> <gotta> dress up. <laughs> And why I don't understand why a Navy SEAL is chasing after a mummy? Yeah, I don't think it's in their jurisdiction. Yeah, you you'd this think was that, not the job description. <laughs> you'd think that'd be like some government agency,
1: yeah, like, uh, Men in Black
0: or something. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like you know NATO or uh, United Nations or what's um, Interpol, something like that, or even just like the army. Shh. Sure. Not the Navy. <laughs> yeah, of all things. Yeah. yeah, Navy. I mean, there are lots of special forces. Why did you pick the Navy? Exactly. Not that I have any problem with Navy SEALs. I mean, no. they're, they're fucking badasses. But it just doesn't seem like mummy fighting is. Of course, they're... they did send in a SEAL team for you know when they when they got Bin Laden. That's true. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know military. So why are we? Why are we even talking? <laughs> Support our troops. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that looks dumb. Yeah. it's really bad. I agree. We'll wait till we see the full trailer, but I'm sure it's not going to change anything. Probably not. We're, Did you see we're, the Guardians of Galaxy yes. trailer? Looks so fucking good. I, yeah, it does. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. Dude, fucking, like, Batista, uh, as, as Drax, like, in the first one, he was kind of, like, my least favorite, like, I could have done without him, mm-hmm. but in that trailer, he looks really fucking funny. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and baby groot oh my god that's still vin diesel doing the voice is it really yeah according to imdb anyways <laughs> yeah i was i was watching it and it's like but is that is that vin diesel why why would they
1: why would they groot. hire
0: yeah <laughs> why would they hire him with such a distinctive voice i mean like he's the voice of groot yeah and then not not use it I don't, I don't understand, but you know, whatever. or modulate the hell out of it is that's probably what they're doing. Well, sure, yeah, yeah. I can't picture Vin Diesel being in a booth being like, "I am good. Yeah. <laughs> but how funny would it be if he did? <laughs> I would watch that all the time, like every day. <laughs> so many times that would be my alarm clock. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Whole thing looks real looks real great and it, they didn't really reveal a whole lot it's they, they called it a teaser trailer yeah um, but yeah I mean it's not horror but fuck it All other, right. other horror shows cool. don't talk about horror so f- whatever it looks cool that's you know that's cool looks better than the fucking mummy we'll tell you that much <laughs> did you uh, you hear about these moms throwing a fit in Jacksonville <laughs> <laughs> uh, about the it's, Freddy it's thing not, it's not even it's like the internet moms yeah, about the Freddy thing. Yeah. Well, to, to a certain extent, I can understand. It was a little uncalled for, I think. For those who don't know what we're talking about, there was this. It was a daycare, right? Oh, uh, like a preschool, I think. Well, they are having scary story time, and they had a guy dressed up like Freddy Krueger come in and scare all the kids. Yeah. <laughs> like these three or four year olds. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the internet, as it's wont to do, just freaked out and said that it should be shut down and, you know, burn the place to the ground and kill all the employees. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's funny to me like to watch it happen. It's fucking hilarious. I can understand why people, well, if the parents of the children there, I can understand why they're upset if they are. I assume probably. But I mean, they're probably not. But, who knows? But Because uh, like the if you watch the video, you can see kids laughing. Not all the kids are like screaming. Some of them are. Sure. But n- none of the kids are like, I mean, there's one kid crying, but, you know, none of them are really freaking out that much. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, the, the lady from the daycare says that they explained to the kids that, oh, it's fake. And they went and they hung out and they talked to the guy dressed like Freddy Krueger and they had a real good time with him afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the video doesn't show that. So we have to assume the worst always. Sure. Yeah. And, yep. you know, all these kids are going to need therapy now, according to <laughs> the internet. All you're doing is just setting up another generation of horror fans. Yeah. I mean, the world needs them. Exactly. God knows if fucking Tommy Blum and James Wan aren't helping. Yeah. Fuckers. They're just going to make everybody s- startled all the time. <laughs> startled? Constantly worried. Boogity something's going to jump out from a, behind a corner. yeah. Uh, that's the thing. They won't be scared of anything because they'll be like, oh, even if something jumps out, it's not going to hurt me because it never does. Yeah. They're not going to be on their it's guard. It's just going to jump out and startle me for a second, but then nothing will happen for the rest of the movie. I mean, my <laughs> life. <laughs> oh, bad movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Should we move on to some horror business? Yeah, I suppose so. Okay, starting out with some real-world horror down in Houston, Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Stars at night (laughs) are big and bright. Deep Deep in in the the heart heart of of Texas. Pee-wee We watched Pee-wee's Big Adventure the other night. Yes. So good. That movie's never not funny. Yeah, it's true. It's not. Um, anyway, but down in Houston, um, apparently somebody saw a UFO. Now, I'm a skeptic. I mean, keep in mind, UFO is unidentified flying object. It does not necessarily mean extraterrestrial. It doesn't mean spaceship. It just means a flying object that they don't know what it is. Right. But in these people's case, they probably think it's an alien. I mean, probably. Um, uh, Apparently, in a videotape by an unnamed witness, uh, the person said, uh, I noticed the reflection of light in the sky. It was stationary and appeared to change shape. Now, that's the interesting part. That is interesting. If it was, you know, a spaceship or even, you know, an airplane or whatever, hot air balloon or or a weather balloon as it always ends up being. I guess a weather balloon might change shape. I suppose. If like wind patterns. But do weather balloons have lights on them? They could. I don't know. I don't I don't know nothing about weather balloons. I'm not a meteorologist. Um said about after about thirty to forty five seconds. The object began to move very slowly. Uh, it made no sound, or it was too far away to distinguish sound. Elevation did not appear to change. Could have been a drone, <laughs> I suppose. Although a drone wouldn't change shape, would it? But this is like a guy seeing it. I mean, like, what What does it mean he's the, the reflection of light is changing shape? Was it, in, was it in the middle of the night? No, it was in the day. Okay, I mean... If things are far enough away, they change shape just because of uh, you know the perspective. The mir- yeah, perspective, the mirage effect. Things look distorted. So I'm going to discount this. <laughs> of course you are. You're a skeptic. You would discount it anyways. I I don't I don't not believe in aliens. I, you know, I would be foolish to think that there isn't life on other planets. What I'm saying is. If there is a species out there in the universe that is intelligent enough to, or intelligent enough to travel here. Yeah. For interplanetary, interplanetary travel. Why would they come here? (laughs) We are fucking idiots. One of of my friends had a theory that there are aliens on other planets, but they never come here. But the ones that you see are like the teenagers and they're just like rebelling and they're just doing drive-bys. Just out for a joyride. Yeah. just do. You know what we should do? We should go to Earth. (laughs) Oh, my mom says I'm not supposed to go to Earth. (laughs) We'll just go there and we'll come right back. We'll just like fly by like Arizona just everybody be like, what? (laughs) Just freak everybody (laughs) out. I don't know. There's that one guy that crashed there back in the (laughs) 40s. Yeah. The weird thing is I didn't I couldn't find the story on any American sources. Well, there was there was one and it was like a UFO site. But then there was the only like real reputable newspapers reporting on this were all from the UK. Interesting. Yeah, even though it took place in Houston, Texas. Huh. The heart of America (laughs) is a cover up. Lone Star State. Tony Romo. (laughs) Fucking Tony Romo. Yep. Aliens. The guy with the hair. <laughs> right. Aliens. And then they found life or they think there might be life on Pluto now. Yeah, not like sentient or right. You know, uh, human like they refer to as human like life, intelligent life. Yeah, but organisms, living organisms, which seems so I just want I want it to be like the Plutonians from Aqua Teen Hunger Force <laughs> did you hear that you sounded like a ghoul <laughs> I think there was a toilet flushing ghouls do that when they're making brownies <laughs> <laughs> so good he's oh. not a Powerpuff girl that has a mohawk and a wheelchair <laughs> <laughs> but you know Pluto's essentially a, a, an ice planet. Yeah. How could anything live there? I don't I like I can't fathom that. I don't know. It's crazy. Cuz I always think people are like, you know, oh, well life couldn't exist in these kind of conditions, but it's like, yeah, human life. Human life can't exist underwater either, but there are fish that do it. I I guess, yeah. It's just maybe if, you know, if there's like aliens that breathe carbon or something, it could happen. Yeah, I mean, I guess it just, it seems so strange to me that like, you know, the the, the conditions on Pluto are like infinitely worse than even the coldest place on Earth. Yeah. Like unfathomably so. So I just it for anything to be able to live in that kind of condition it's just mind-boggling sure yeah. aliens, is. aliens. <laughs> So, while the Last of Us movie is apparently dead in the water, yeah, uh, the Last of Us video game has had a sequel announced. Hey, It's titled, Hold On To Your Butts, The Last of Us Part 2. It's not called Hold On To Your Butts, though. No, that's not part of it. <laughs> that was me interjecting. Uh, it takes place a few years after the events of the first game, when Ellie is 19, which in the first one, she's what, 16? I guess. I- I've never played it. Neither have I. But well, I, I went I was, and I read the synopsis or the plot line, so I kind of knew what this one was about. But. Mm. Uh players in this one are going to control Ellie as opposed to Joel. Is that his name? that sounds right. I think it was Joel. Um, so I'll have a reporting on something that we've never neither of us have ever played. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> uh, creative Director Neil Druckmann says that part two is the counter to part one. And it's about hate and how we use all of those same things to make the player feel that. So apparently the first one is more about love. And this one is about hate. Hate, 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 hate. Hate times eight. I bring you love. Um, Have have you seen the trailer? I have not. God, you are just not prepared at all. I'm fucking up. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically Ellie is playing a guitar and singing about (laughs) killing everyone. Oh, well, okay. Not like everyone, but she's like, there's this, this group that she's thinking about. And you don't know who it is, but she's saying she's going to kill everyone in this group. Huh. I saw, uh, I guess, probably a, a still of that. Her just sitting there playing guitar. Oh, yeah. But not the actual trailer itself. Well, that doesn't do you any good. No. No, none good. Um, Naughty Dog, who is the company behind it, is treating the two games as companions that depict an overarching narrative. Uh, they say The Last of Us is about these two characters specifically, so yes, Part Two is saying that this is a complementary story to the first game, but the two together are going to tell this larger tale, which is weird because it takes place a few years after the first. So isn't there kind of like this gap? I I guess. I mean, I have to assume they'll probably fill in that. Space well, there was a, there was a, a DLC. Which I don't I don't know if that was supposed to fill in the gaps. Or... I couldn't tell you. Uh, it's hard to play all the games, you know, because <laughs> it's very expensive. Gaming is an expensive <clears throat> hobby. It is. I don't know how Max does it. It's like, they're like $60 a pop. They are. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what system. I mean, actually, I guess PC games are, I think, in general, are cheaper. But still, I mean, it's, it's, it's expensive. It's expensive to, to spend that kind of money on something multiple times a year. Mm-hmm. Just... So, I mean, I've had my playstation 4 for what two years now three maybe i only have like a handful of games yeah because it's just too fucking expensive it really is and i've only bought a few of them myself because you know i get them for like christmas or yeah. my birthday or something but anyway anyway i don't know this uh i guess this is for people who were hoping for the movie I, get, I mean, I, I wonder if this was all, always being planned in the background. Well, from what I read in this interview with Druckmann, he said that they didn't really want to do a sequel because they couldn't come up with a good idea. Fair enough. But then finally it it came to them and they, and you know, Sony said, here's more money. And they said, oh, now I have an idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you know, zombies, man. Fuck Freak man. me out. Is it is it zombies? Well, it's infected. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's like a some kind of virus in your brain or something. Like a nanovirus. I see. <clears throat> mm. Yes. I don't know. I'll have to play it at some point, I guess, just to check it out. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no release date for part 2 yet, um according to Druckmann, it's still a ways off. Mm. So I think you've got time. Okay, good. <laughs> so I can, you know, it can be one of those things where I, like, get around to it when I feel like it. Yeah. Awesome. I love those things. <laughs> Talked about it before, right? Or sort of. I don't think so. We didn't? I don't think so. Okay, okay, well, apparently Anne Rice, she regained the rights to her vampire chronicles, like the film rights. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. Because they were talking about Jared Leto being involved, and that is bad. Yeah, with Josh Boone directing. Ugh. What is the deal with that guy? I don't know. Why does everybody keep wanting to make him direct everything? I don't know. Was I The have... Fault in Our Stars that good? No. <laughs> no. It's a fucking stupid chick flick. Written by... the, I think it's written by... The guy that wrote... Uh, Lovely Bones? Is that what it is? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds familiar, but I'm guessing. It doesn't matter. doesn't. It really doesn't. No. <laughs> Um, and And then uh, I think he did That Paper Towns movie too Which just looked, I didn't see it but it looked Dumb <laughs> I don't know what that is anyway, um, Yeah Yeah I, I don't know what the appeal is Uh, He's supposed to do the stand And have we heard anything about that In over a year? No I don't think so I believe we have a story about him later too Oh, do I? I think, unless uh, I removed that, I don't remember. Well, Anne Rice is now back in control of her intellectual property. Um, she bought them, or she—I don't know if they defaulted back to her or if she bought them from Universal Studios and Imagine Entertainment. Um, but she's already getting right to work. She's developing a, a TV script um, and a, a, d- a detailed outline, uh, like as a, p- a pilot. Outline with her son Christopher. Now is uh, he an author too? I don't know. I've, like honestly, before I heard about all this stuff, I'd never even heard of him. Okay, um, Christopher Rice. I'm assuming. Um, but they're both going to be EPing. Um So she she said that uh, a, a series is the way to to basically tell the entire story. Like because. I like up to this point, you know, you've had, um, I guess really only two movies. You've had Interview with a Vampire, which maybe they, they had intended for some kind of series, but it just never really got picked up, I guess. It kind of seemed that way. Um, and then they had Queen of the Damned, you know, however many years later. Two completely di- different stories that had nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. Even though they do in the book series, but the films are completely standalone. Right. Um, So she's saying that this is the only way you can really just bring that whole story together is to have it in one continuous TV series. Which makes sense. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, uh, She says it's going to be a faithful representation of the books, which could be good or bad. If you've read one of her books, you know they can be a little... (laughs) Long-winded. <laughs> so, I mean, whether or not that's actually going to translate to a series is hard to say. But if she's writing it, then it might. I think she has a hard time keeping things concise. She's she's really similar to Stephen King in that way, where she likes to include a lot of detail. Well, I mean, she said she, that she pictures the first book being two seasons. So, if each book is two seasons, that... Could go on a while. That's ambitious. Yeah, I mean, how 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 long do most TV series run nowadays? Eight nine seasons, maybe if they're lucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she's saying that it's going to start with the Vampire Lestat, which is a good place to start. Is that the second book though? Um. I I I don't know I, I I would take a guess but I I don't know I don't know for sure. Um, but she says we want to start with him and his birth as a vampire and go on from there. And at this point, tentatively, I see two seasons, maybe, or like Taylor said, uh, two seasons to the entire book. And that's 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 a lot of stuff. I mean, I, I guess it kind of depends on what kind of season they're looking at. Are they talking about, like, a, you know, 8 to 13 episode season or, like, a 22 to 24 episode season? Um, but she's calling it an open-ended series, so, I mean, I guess... She's giving herself the option to just go crazy. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, like, like I said before, this is basically negating any chance of having a, the, the remake. And we can all breathe a sigh of relief. that There's going to be no Jared Leto, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, we actually don't know that. Maybe she wants Jared Leto. Who knows? But, I mean, she, she actually was giving some ideas for, for casting um, for Louis, who Brad Pitt played in an in, uh, interview with a vampire. She's saying that she wants Matt Bomer, uh, which I, it's not a bad pick because he's beautiful. Yeah, uh, that's how basically she described Louis. He was just, just a a, a beautiful, he pretty. Man. He's so pretty. Um, is is Matt? Is it Bomer or Bomber? I thought it was Bomber. I think it's Bomber. Oh, is he really that beautiful? He's a good-looking guy, I think. But it, but is he beautiful? What's uh, be- beauty's in the eye of the beholder? I guess. Well, that's <laughs> true. Um. I keep smelling cinnamon. Is there something cinnamon around here? I don't know. She might be baking something. It's like red hot, like red hot cinnamon. I doubt it. Uh, Marius, who is, wasn't that Antonio Banderas? No, that that's Armand. Oh um, right. Marius is the stats maker. Um, said he he would absolutely love it if it was uh Matthew or she she would actually love it. God damn it. Absolutely love it if it was Matthew McFadden. No I know that name. He's a British actor. Right. Um She said she'd love it if he ever wanted to take part and play Marius. Are you looking it up? Or looking him up. Uh Don't know him. Uh, For Lestat, she says, uh, I think with this character, and it's very important that the actor look like the character because the character's looks are so much part of who he is. He's six feet tall. He has blonde hair and blue eyes, and he's known for those particular traits. So it'd be very nice to have an actor that truly does fit that profile. And after that, I think it's a matter of character with a wild sense of humor, maybe an impish quality to him. And then athletic grace and strength. It's very specific. It's very specific, but it also <clears throat> describes a lot of actors. Um, you so know, who who would be your list at if you were to cast this? Who do you th- find impish and athletic? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't really know. I, I can't think of a good person. And he's blonde, right? Yeah. NPH. 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 Done. You're welcome. <laughs> I think Lestat was turned when he was like in his early twenties. Whatever, MPH can play early twenties. <laughs> okay. Don't doubt MPH. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen the series of unfortunate events trailer? Yes. Looks pretty good. Yes. He looks almost identical to um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Is, it's weird. Um. But he, he seems to be playing the character much differently. Yeah, which is also weird the, the, the two people could play the same character so differently. Um, anyway, but as far as the stat, I don't know. Just anybody but Jared Leto. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. Fuck Jared Leto. <laughs> God, my wife was. She found this video on Facebook last night. It was. Uh, it was, like, one of those videos where it has, like, it's, like, letterboxed. Yeah. It says, um, all former emo kids will relate to this or something like that. And it was just a bunch of, like, like shitty mid-2000s, um, like, emo rock and screamo and fucking sh- shitty new metal crap. Like, And 30 Seconds to Mars was on 30 there. 30 Seconds to Mars was on there. And my my wife was just like, oh, ah. She she does not appreciate that I hate Jared Leto so much. <laughs> and that every time I hear 30 Seconds to Mars or see his stupid fucking face, I just talk shit about him, like, completely unprompted. That's how angry I am about his existence. Every time that he, like, comes on TV or something, you should just get up and leave. <laughs> just leave your house. Don't say a word to your wife. Just get up and walk out of the front door. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Like, come back. She's like, Where, where'd you go? I'm sorry. I felt like i was going to throw up. <laughs> Just leave for like 15 minutes Then come back (laughs) She'll be like Text me where are you Where'd you go Maybe eventually She'll notice a pattern (laughs) So what do you think you think this is gonna be good Or Is there a problem With your mic There's a fucking hair In my Filter that's Keep poking me in the lip It's so hard to pinpoint exactly where it is. Is it a stash hair? It looks like one of my dog's hairs. I'm going to get it. This is podcasting gold right here. I'm going to leave all this in. Please don't. I got it! Yay! (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I mean, it could be good. I mean, it's it's always nice to have the original creator or something involved. Yeah. Um, Part of what gives me pause, though, is that when she was doing this interview, she basically was like, vampires on TV are so hot right now. Yeah. But they're really not, are they? Like, Vampire Diaries, is that still on? Yeah. True Blood's gone. Yeah, there's Vampire Diaries. Um, What's the... Not the, 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 the Outsiders. The, the, originals? the originals. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess that's it. That's all I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. I mean, horror, horror TV is really hot right now. Yeah, but not vampires specifically. Not specifically, no. She's bringing it back. The Strain. Kind of vampire. Sort story. of, yeah. I wonder if, like, how... Because these are, like, so sexual. I wonder if she's going to be shooting for, like, HBO or some kind of premium network. I could swear that I remember, like, when when this was first announced that, that she had gotten the rights back, I thought I read something about CW. Of course. yeah, Two of the shows we just mentioned are on CW. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, oh my god, does CW really need another fucking vampire yeah. show? <laughs> um, and that would be just redundant, because I assume the show's going to be called Vampire Chronicles. You have Vampire Diaries and Vampire, vampire diaries Chronicles. Man, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, anyway. it's the Vampire Hour. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know where they'd put it. Honestly, the CW's got such a full schedule. There's, there's just sh- shit on every night, especially because they got so many superhero shows now. Yeah, which I'm not complaining about because they're all awesome. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Dude, they did a fucking crossover with um, oh, god, here we go—with the Supergirl, the Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. They did a four-night crossover. It was awesome. Oh, uh, that's so cool. Fuck you. <laughs> Just because you don't like stuff. <laughs> I like some stuff. <laughs> okay. Want to talk about something else now? Yeah. Okay. You what I do like, I like The Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, apparently we're in a, a growing minority, I guess. Yeah, I didn't realize that like people were yeah. actually sticking to their word this time and have, we're stopping watching. Yeah, like it's episode seven, which I think it's episode eight. Is t- uh, t- we're recording on Sunday, so episode eight is tonight, I think. Sounds right. Um, episode seven. I haven't watched last week's because I really don't give a shit about Tara, but yeah. The only, I mean, in hindsight, I, I like I don't typically watch like a uh, next week on Walking Dead. I don't typically watch those, so I don't know what's coming. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, I almost never watch the show live. So true. I usually know what the episode's about before I watch it. Yeah, I, I was I don't, I don't usually watch it live either. I usually watch it on demand the next day. But, yeah. Um, this one this one I watched live, and yeah, it was boring while I was watching it. But in, I feel like it would. Be important in hindsight, okay. Like later d- down the line, so I don't know. But yeah, like they said the last that episode, which again I can understand because it was a little boring. But apparently, it dropped like half a million viewers or something. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, like because the the premiere was like one of the most watched episodes in TV history or something. Yeah. And uh, let's see, it had. Do, 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 do. I don't know how many, but yeah, they lost five million viewers between um, between episodes one and two. So all those people that were like bitching about Glenn dying, they actually stopped watching. I, um, They're calling it the walking Dexit, which is just fucking stupid. But people like to make cute words for things. Yeah, it's not cute. It's no. dumb. It's dumb. But like, uh, and I mean, this kind of in, informs the story we're gonna be talking about here um people don't like jeffrey dean morgan as negan why not he's so d- fucking good i don't know i I really like him he's fucking perfect for it a lot of people are saying though that his his uh his little uh, buddy I, I can't remember the character's name but he's the one who plays the main character in grand theft auto 5 oh yeah yeah he's saying people are saying that he's a better negan than negan no fuck off I think they work well together. I think together... they. He's make, good like, as his character, but he's not a better Negan. Yeah. But anyway. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is nominated for a Grave Plot Award, by the way. I forgot to mention this earlier, but right. you can head to GravePlotPodcast.com and vote for the 2016 Grave Plot Awards. Yeah, vote for your favorites, guys. Yeah. As if, long as they're on the list. Jeffrey Dean Morgan might win if you don't go vote. <laughs> and then, then how will you feel? guy who killed Glenn will get a golden shovel. Um, but for those of you who don't like him, tough shit, he's going to be back in season eight. Yeah. Uh, He was on Howard Stern recently and he said, I know I will be on board for season eight. Uh, We finished season seven a week ago. The next two, I'm really big in. I'm fucking heavy in those. All right. He just gets really fat. (laughs) See, I think think that would be my main complaint about the season is that there's not enough Negan. See, I don't like how they split it up into, it was four. Now if Tara's on her own, that's five different Threads? Threads, yeah. yeah. These different story arcs. And it's, you know, I, I get that the groups are all splintered now. Mm-hmm. But it's so hard to keep up with. It really is. It's uh, I feel like I've talked about this before, that it it gets to a point where it's like, you know, they'll spend so much time on another character that when they come back to, like, the main group, I completely forgotten where they left off. Yeah. So, I mean, that like, if I were to stop watching, which I won't, I mean, unless something really bad happens. Yeah, you guys are missing a hell of a good season. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> it's been really fucking good.
0: But I mean, unless uh, unless something happens that I don't know offends me or something, then I, I don't understand. Why yeah, unless Negan just say. starts dropping N bombs or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, just starts using a bunch of like, you know, horrible racial phrases. <laughs> <Right. laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Uh, they, they say, though, this company, uh, Parrot Analytics, which is some kind of data science company. they Science. They, they're a science company. They make science. <laughs> and they, they, science they, is their business. They have done studies and found that the demand for the new season of Walking Dead is up an average of 84% in 50 different countries. So these people that are not watching are still apparently looking forward to the next season. Yeah, it's 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 mind boggling. Like I I don't understand it at all how there could be still so much uh want. For, I mean, it, it, I think it's it's in America where people are most focused about this. But if I remember correctly, America was like 110%. I don't understand it. I don't either. I don't get people, I guess. I'm wondering how much of it is like people just aren't watching live. How many people are watching on demand or online, and is that is that getting counted towards the ratings? I, I don't know. Um, I have to guess that because so many so many um, on demand programs now you can't fast forward past the commercials. Oh, really? Yeah, ba- basically on demand. Where whereas when on demand was like a new thing, um, it was. The episode that aired without commercials. Yeah. Then they started including the commercials. It was basically just a recording of what happened during the live. Rec-
1: live so you're better off broadcast. actually
0: recording it, like DVRing it, because then you can skip through the commercials, right? um But yeah, it's like in my case, I don't have DVR, so if I watch something on on demand, I'm stuck watching the commercials yeah. on like almost everything now. Um, I think the only things I can fast forward are, let's see, I think I found that I could fast forward on like FX and IFC, I think, Hmm. Um, and like HBO, you know, they do like their commercials before the shows and shit like that. It's got to be some kind of contract thing. Well, I mean, it's like I I can understand because I think people are these networks have realized that people are watching on demand instead of live broadcasts so they can fast forward past the yeah um commercials and a lot of on demand like uh cw that i can think of in particular at the beginning of each program it says the fast forward functions have been disabled for this program so it's like you're stuck yeah, and It pisses me off sometimes because like I'll be watching something and I'll have to stop it and go do whatever and I'll come back to it and my fucking cable box forgot that I started watching it.
1: So, <laughs> so I it's like... Start all over?
0: Yeah, I'll be like three quarters of the way through the episode and I have to start from the fucking beginning because I can't fast forward it. That's shitty. Yeah. Watch all the fucking commercials again. It. <laughs> anyway. That's how they get you. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like the ratings have been the lowest since season three. Yeah. Which is weird, because season two was the shitty one. Yeah. Uh, season three, actually, like, was good. Wasn't I mean, season three the first season with the governor? Was it that far back? I don't remember. It was either three or four. That was the one where they first moved into the prison, right? Yeah. I think... God, I I I don't remember. I can't, I can't keep them, keep those early ones separate. Have you seen? Spoiler alert: Negan's gonna shave the beard. I have not seen that, but <laughs> okay. <laughs> to make him look more like he does in the comics. Hmm mm hmm. means mm. so he's gonna start slicking his hair back too. Is he actually gonna like gain like fifty pounds? Right. <laughs> start putting on that muscle because they they kind of tease that in. A couple episodes ago when he saw the, the video of Rick with the giant beard. And remember he was like, I need to shave this shit off. I guess I didn't... I mean, I, I remember that part, but I didn't really catch it, I guess. Yeah. Click something up here. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, because in the comics... I didn't realize they were actually going to like have him shave. I thought it was just kind of a nod to the comics, saying, you know, in the comics he's queen shaven. But. I, 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 got, I wonder why they gave him a beard in the first place. I don't know. Yeah, apparently there, there, somebody posted a, a set photo of him clean shaven. Hmm. But yeah, as far as him as a character, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, he and is. you know, if you don't like him, that's kind of the fuck point. You, <laughs> you're not supposed to like him. Well, I mean, like if if you don't like his portrayal, oh yeah, the, well then you're wrong. Yeah, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, you're not supposed you to like take that. He's to a the heel. <laughs> yeah, if you if you if you don't like him, if you think he's a bad character, then he's doing it right. If you think he's a poor actor, then you're, you're stupid. You're wrong. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan is not a bad actor. No. I think people are still just salty that he was Denny and he died on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, that's, that's probably why. <laughs> I saw somebody they were like, when you realize the same actor destroyed both your favorite shows. I th- Two very different characters. Right, yeah. Um, I hate that I know all... I hate that I know that. I know, me that. too. Fuck. Women. Have you been forced into Gilmore girls yet? No. Really? She actually she went and hung out with her friends and they did a binge night, so I got to just stay away. Good for you. Yeah. I uh And they decided they were going to eat like Gilmore girls. And so they just ate like junk food and fried foods all night. Oh good. She came home and she's like, My stomach hurts so bad. (laughs) (laughs) We went to my sister's house and it was it was uh me and my brother-in-law and then, or her and my brother-in-law and then me and my wife. And the three of, like, he, even my brother-in-law wanted to watch it. What? Yeah, I was the only one that, I'm like, I don't fucking care about this even a little bit. I actually ended up falling asleep because it's like watching four movies in one night. That's fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, and that was, like, right in the midst of when I was feeling really shitty. Mm. So I just passed out. Well, that's a good way to get around it. I know how it ends, though. Should I spoil it? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just piss everybody that might be listening <laughs> off. All, all the vast Gilmore Girls fans that we have. <laughs> Shush. Anyway. Anyway. Watch The Walking Dead. Just quit your bitching and just fucking watch it. Hey, 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 hey. Do it. Just 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 watch good one. No, not not good one. <laughs> and the truth comes out. No. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Freudian slip. Okay, so um, X-Men has not been firing on all cylinders, like, pretty much ever. (laughs) Um, I think that's largely due in part... Not due in part. Largely due. That's that's right. I basically negated the large part by saying, in part. (laughs) It's a a large part. Sure. (laughs) I could have said it like that, but I didn't. (laughs) No, you could have because then you said it's largely partly. What? That's not. A... <laughs> uh, yes, X Men has not done well in the theaters historically, uh, except for the, like the first couple. I blame Hugh Jackman. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, I think the I think that's due largely to the fact that Marvel Large, largely partly, largely partly in part of <laughs> because. <laughs> Marvel has not been backing X Men like at all, like they've been just fucking all those Fox properties bad, like badly. Um, they've been slowly phasing out X Men comics, like in anything to do with mutants, um, or they, they're like migrating them to a different property. Well, like they whereas mutants were like an all like they they were deep within the Marvel comic universe. Now they've been slowly replaced by what they're calling Inhumans. Oh, okay. Which are basically mutants, but they're not called mutants. <laughs> Rather than being born that way, they were... Um... This does have to do with horror guys. Just hang on. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Rather than being born mutants, they have been mutated. Oh, okay. Like Science, by, like by science, um, like technology, uh, technology, like uh, like Luke Cage um, or um, Jessica Jones, you know, two popular Netflix shows. They're both inhumans because they were scientifically modified. Gotcha. Yeah. And Luke Cage was actually. He, he was created by a modified version of the super soldier serum. Oh, OK. So. A lot of a lot of the strong Marvel characters, the guys that are just like these, have these superhuman strength. A lot of that super soldier serum of some kind <laughs> is just going around. Yeah, yeah. it's, hitting it's the, like hitting the streets. Yeah, they've never been able to quite replicate what happened to Steve Rogers, but they've just got all this super they serum. Just keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so back to the point here, um, like X Men Apocalypse. Was not good in the theaters. Like it was a huge disappointment. Did you see it? I didn't. know. No. Um. I was like, Apocalypse looks stupid. He's supposed to be like this big, intimidating, scary character, and he just looked dumb. <laughs> anyway, but so I guess they're going to make another X Men movie. They just they're they're. It's kind of it's kind of a X Men spinoff almost. Yeah, and I mean they're doing one on FX called Legion. I don't know the full background or how it ties into the the rest of it, but it's it's a show. Yeah. Oh, it's connected to the Fox Marvel Universe X Men. The Fox Men. Yes. <laughs> X Men, Deadpool, Fantastic Four, that whole thing. Okay. Um, it all ties together. Um, which version of the Fantastic Four? I mean, it's probably not too. Deeply involved yet because both versions sucked. <laughs> yeah. I've heard they're going to re- be rebooting it again, too. Yeah. I don't know why they're even bothering. Yeah. That, that property, they should just give it back. It just apparently does not translate to film. So yeah. just stop. Just, just give it back tomorrow. We'll get some money for it and just be done with it. Yeah. But they are developing a new um, X Men related movie. To be called New Mutants. It's going to be directed by Josh Boone. There it is. Yeah. Um, again, just I don't get it. Why? Why Josh? Why is he Boone? so in demand? I don't know. And for like these horror style movies. Yeah. Like this. I mean, The Stand. We talked about that when he when he first got hired. Like, wh- wh- where did that come from? Yeah. He, no idea. He, he did a fucking chick flick. How was he qualified to do? Stephen King adaptation. I don't know. Um, the movie is apparently being written by Boone, uh, along with, is that Nate? I assume it's Nate. Nate Lee. K'Nate. K'Nate. K'Nate Lee, Scott Neustadler. Stat- Statler. Statter. Statter. Yeah, there's no L. Scott Neustatter, Uh, And Michael H. Weber. I don't know any of Nate those people. Bells. Okay. Um, it's being described as Stephen King meets John Hughes, which is strange, odd pairing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I could see it being kind of like a teen coming of age story, but with some supernatural slash horror. Yeah. Elements to it. Um, I mean, the first X-Men was kind of a coming of age movie so sort of yeah i mean or at least with rogue yeah i suppose uh i, I mean apparently apocalypse sort of was too because, oh really because yeah i mean it took place um when all of these original it took place in the 80s oh so when all these original x-men were teenagers oh, that's right yeah it's because it's, it's was after not the new class was the <laughs> f- <laughs> basically what it is <laughs> um Days of future past that's what it was called yeah uh it includes a beast called demon bear, demon bear, uh which is a giant bear with immense strength that draws his power from negative human emotion. Um, the beast is also capable of teleportation and corrupting souls, so just kind of a I don't think that's like the main antagonist that's just like is, is just a fucking bear yeah but I think it's what just, a, what you a know, strange to- character i think it's just you know trying to relay the horror element is there's a fucking demon bear yeah i guess but like a deep oh a bear (laughs) (laughs) isn't a bear scary enough on its own i guess i'm a bear etc um this this was also described as stranger things but with even more superpowers which, yeah, it's X Men. I would hope it would have more superpowers. Yeah. I mean, I, I basically see this as being X Men, but just dark. Yeah, I mean, whereas I won't say all the X Men movies, but a, a, a number of them were kind of lighthearted in nature, mm-hmm. uh, despite being, you know, a superhero action movie. It had lighthearted, lighthearted feels to it. Yeah. This um, one's got a fucking demon bear, right? You don't fuck with the demon bear. What? That's such a strange collection of powers, too, especially for a bear, right? Like he's not—he's not an anthropomorphic bear. He doesn't have cognitive thoughts, but he can teleport and corrupt souls. What? Well, does have you? Is this a character that exists? Do you know? Like in the comics? Yeah, I don't know, because I—I mean, I'm not familiar with. I—I I never really followed the, the mutant things like X-Men and stuff like that. Um, I did, there was like a, an animation that they made for this that features the demon bear. Okay. And he's just like enormous. He's like five stories tall. So I'm looking at, yeah, it looks like he does, he has a thing in the comic. He's just, he's just a bear. Yeah, but he's enormous. He's like five stories tall where did Where did they come up with this stan lee man who d- who decided a bear was gonna be like the villain? but I thought he wasn't the villain, maybe he is I don't know in this picture he's as big as a mountain he's fucking huge he's huge <laughs> he's huge uh he's I mean, he's huge he's the biggest bear everyone tells me he's the biggest bear. <laughs> Just trust me he's the biggest bear you've never seen a bear like this. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's that. Does he have a flamethrower? Oh, that's somebody else. It's yeah. It's I forget that guy's name. Is um, it uh? Is it Cannonball? Hmm? Is it Cannonball? It might be Cannonball. Because rumor is that he wants Nat Wolf to play Cannonball. You may recognize Nat Wolf from The Fault in Our Stars and the, and rumored to be in The Stand in a specially crafted. Yeah, over, in a role never made before seen, sp- role. specifically for him. Apparently, he's like he's to he is to Josh Boone what Bruce Campbell is to Sam Raimi, I guess. And I, I'm pretty sure he's in that Paper Towns movie too. Probably. Uh, yeah, Cannibal is a mutant who has the ability to fly at jet speeds while encased in an impenetrable force field. This sounds like it's gone off the rails. <laughs> Uh, other rumored casting choices: Maisie Williams as Wolf'sbane, uh, a Scottish mutant who has the ability to transform into a wolf or a transitional state somewhere between human and wolf, so, well, like a werewolf. So, so like, yeah, lady's basically a werewolf who has the option. <laughs> a wolf lady, wolf person. Yeah. Rawr. <laughs> 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 but she can be a wolf or a wolf person. So she can be a person. She can be a wolf. She can be a wolf person. Wolf person, and she can do it whenever she wants. Moon be damned. I don't understand why. <laughs> why is it? Why? Why does she have the option? Why wouldn't she just go like one way or the other? Why don't she just go full wolf? Yeah, or just like, wolf out, wolf up, whatever it is you do. Whatever she's wolf guy. <laughs> um, but I don't. I don't understand why. You have like the the options. Why don't you just go like werewolf? Or just is there go, like a scale? Like, can she go anywhere on the the wolf scale? Yeah, she can like uh, like. Pick I'm, I'm cho- just gonna go seven this time. I'm not gonna go full <laughs> wolf. Or she can like pick and choose like this particular wolf attributes that she wants. Yeah, like, like right. I just want claws right now. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna t- have a tail today. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Uh, also talking about Anya Taylor-Joy as Magic. You gotta say, it. you gotta get that hard K, because it's spelled with a K. Magic. Uh, who is Colossus's sister, apparently. Sure. And she can teleport and is a sorceress. She's a, a, a witch. <laughs> uh, ah. Typecast. <laughs> um, so Anya Taylor-Joy is a Russian? In, in, in real life, no, like as she would be playing a Russian in this, I suppose. Uh, I mean, unless she was like raised here, I don't know, adopted, <laughs> maybe. Shut up, people outside my apartment are just screaming. Is that a person? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was a seagull. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, Nat Wolf's cannibal. You tell you said that, um. But they're expecting to release sometime in the spring of 2018. So we got time. Yeah. but to, you know, get, get ready. <laughs> get hype. <Yeah. laughs> Stay hype. Uh, we're going to see... I mean, because we've got um, uh, the Wolverine movie coming out. Logan. Logan, yeah. Schnicky, uh, schnicky, schnye. Which actually looks like it might be kind of badass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've only, honestly only seen the poster. It looks really fucking dark, which is awesome. Like... That's what these movies need is just be dark as fuck. Yeah, because that X Men they're not fun. <laughs> they're fucking like fucked up people that live in a fucked up world. Truth, like, did the the, the 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 world hates them and sees them as a disease, but they still try to help. It's not like the happy go lucky DC universe. where It's like, oh, thanks, Batman. <laughs> you know, like people hate mutants but they still go out and try to save the world. And that I think that's something that that they've tried to capture in previous movies but just not really doing it right. They it's, could get like so topical with it. They really could. Like oh this new president's going to make all the Muslims register. <laughs> well, I mean that Does was actually Muslims? Yes. <laughs> Mutants. <laughs> Mutants. Well, I mean that was actually that's that part of uh, that actually was like the first one, yeah, uh, yeah, and that was actually a big part of civil war, oh was it, but since the x- men could be in civil war, that whole part was kind of eliminated <laughs> it right. was kind of inhuman, was included more in it, but the, the mutant issue really prompted was at the heart of it, yeah, really prompted the the uh the superhero registration act I think that's what it was called anyway yeah it's 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 difficult to to create these movies when you've got such a division between the properties yeah and there was talk of like re, re like combining them but apparently that that connection between fox and marvel just fell apart mm. which is too bad indeed anyway so that's that next story We talked before about how the arcade game Rampage is getting converted into a, not converted, getting adapted, adapted thank you, into a movie. I mean, it's same, same word, I guess, just or same meaning. Yeah. But converted, you would think like, oh, we're just going to take footage of the arcade and <laughs> just, make, just, just put it together for two hours. two hours of some guy playing <laughs> Rampage. <laughs> like, oh God, what is this going to end? It's just like, oh. Now it's Chicago. It's like it's the same thing. It's just a different city. Just watch them f- watch them fall off a building for ten minutes. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, director Brad Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they they mic the guy out. Fuck. Shit! Fucking helicopters! God damn it! <laughs> uh, the- oh, you were so dead. <laughs> um, director Brad Payton says that the film is going to be scarier than expected. Ooh, Ooh. creepy uh, he says we are using our love of the original game as our inspiration i would fucking hope so <laughs> it's got the name on it right <laughs> it feels like that doesn't seem like something you should have to say yeah well i mean this day and age well yeah you gotta, gotta as long as he doesn't go like house of the dead and actually like put footage of the game in the movie oh god so and then have people so meta. Go into a red spotlight and spin around when they when they die. <laughs> Somebody posted that on like Facebook or something the other day, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot how bad this was. <laughs> um He confirmed that all three monsters uh he calls them the lizard, the ape, and the wolf. They had names. It was like Lizzie. Fuck, I don't remember the names. Sorry, who what the monsters. Oh, yeah. uh... I know the lizard was Lizzie. Right. I'm going to look it up. Keep talking. All right. Well, he confirmed they're all three going to be in it, which, if you think about it, Legendary is supposed to be putting out uh, King Kong versus Godzilla in 2020. This kind of cock blocks them a little bit. Well, maybe. We're we're doing the monster thing first. So uh, suck on that, (laughs) Thomas Toll. Uh, he says it's going to be a lot more emotional, a lot scarier, and a lot more real than you'd expect. He says if you look at the original concept about a lab that affects these animals and makes them rampage, and that's the nugget. Wait. Animals? No, there were people. There were people, yeah. Oh, no. What have they done? <laughs> and makes them rampage. Oh, he said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, see the 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 gorilla was George. Uh, The lizard was Lizzie, and the werewolf was Ralph. Ralph. Ralph the wolf. Yep. Uh, George is a King Kong-like gigantic gorilla transformed by an experimental vitamin. Lizzie, a Godzilla-like dinosaur lizard transformed by a radioactive lake. And Ralph... Oh, so Lizzie was actually a lizard. And George was a gorilla. But when they died, they turned back into people. That's true. Okay. In their so. underwear. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, I guess I was misunderstanding this. Um, I didn't realize there was these different methods. I thought they all were like part of the same experiment. Uh, Ralph was a giant werewolf transform, transformed by a food additive. So, huh, yep. But I mean, they they could be changing that in this, I guess. I mean, that's how it sounds. Like I said, he says, look at that original concept about a lab that affects these animals and makes them rampage, and that's the nugget. But in the game, they're people, and when they die, they shrink back into little naked people. So is it going to be like a Toka and Razar situation? Toka and Razar, Ninja Turtles, bro. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Yes. Yeah, David Warner... Basically, just put the ooze on them. Like, that's that always cracked me up about Ninja Turtles, too. The fact that Shredder couldn't just dump the ooze on the animals. Like, he had to have a scientist do it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Help me make these beasts. It's like, Okay, well, bring me a turtle and a dog and, boop, boop, and boop, some boop, boop. ooze. There, I scienced. <laughs> One million dollars, please. <laughs> Uh, Peyton says that it's a monster film so the stuff that I did on incarnate stretching my muscles in the horror space helped now I haven't seen incarnate but it's a collaboration of WWE films and Blumhouse yeah It which is just that's a duo that no antiperspirant can tackle <laughs> I'm so fucking torn, though, because it looks like it might actually be good. It does. Like, the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, oh. Oh. Oh, PG-13, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you know, at the same time, like, you know, see Aaron Eckhart, who's a good actor. It's like, oh, well, that could be good. But then I think back to uh, I, Frankenstein, <laughs> which was just a big old heap of duty cocky. <laughs> Uh, Peyton also says that this is a much bigger movie, obviously, than Incarnate, uh, f- meant for a broader audience, which I don't like the sound of. Nope. Uh, but there are still horror elements. There's still a monster movie at the core. Starring The Rock. Yeah. Don't leave out that little tidbit. I'm wondering if he's playing... What? Well, I mean, if these are all mutated animals, then I, he wouldn't be playing one of them. Is he just going kind to of fight them? Just actually, like, get into a fist fight? <laughs> rock bottoms this giant gorilla off a building and then it turns back into a little guy in his underwear (laughs) yep (laughs) it's just like DJ Qualls in his underwear (laughs) DJ Qualls of all people (laughs) (laughs) the scrawniest guy could think of yeah (laughs) Uh, this has a release date of Hitler's birthday 2018 that's April twentieth for you for those of you at home that don't follow Hitler <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> no, Hitler's bad guys. Vandal's good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's a damn good album. So good. That's it. That's all I got. Alright, is that the end? That's the end. Hey, we made it halfway through the show, guys. You only have to bear with us for another hour or so. Just don't stop underselling us. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The episode's half over already. <laughs> oh, um, I guess before we go any further, I wanted to, well, should I announce the contest? At, oh, you probably should have done that earlier. Earlier? I was thinking I'd do it now or at the end. And yeah, now's good. Okay. We've wasted so much time on it already. <laughs> uh, so... Next you do it later I'm, and just keep them waiting. <laughs> Make them have to listen to the rest. Good idea. Okay, guys. Contest announcement at the end of the show, but not at the exact end. Maybe we'll f- could be between the reviews. Uh, no fast-forwarding allowed. <laughs> yeah, at some point we're going to announce a contest. Not going to tell you when. It'll probably be at the end. <laughs> but I'm not telling you. <laughs> We might do it in the middle of a review. Just stop the review and just do it then. (laughs) Who knows? We're crazy. We're unpredictable. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so done with horror business now, and let's do some reviews. Now we're going to do a giveaway. Nope, just kidding. Psych, it's going to be later. Maybe. It's coming, guys. It's maybe, some... maybe we won't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. Ultimate troll job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what movie you want to start with, Taylor? Let's start with Clown Town. The people that live here, they stay inside. What happened? The clowns own this town now. This guy is clearly insane. Don't you know? It's dangerous playing outside at night. What about the clowns? Clowns are like a pack of dogs. Ghosts, On this town for years. I heard rumors of clowns in this town, but I thought it was bullshit to scare me. Clownton. I never, they never actually say it out loud. It's Pound pound Town. Pound Town. (laughs) Get some brews, bro. So Clowntown. Clowntown, Pound Town. I hate you so much. (laughs) Uh, Clowntown is about a group of friends who are going to a concert. Some country concert. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's it's very reminiscent of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A bit, yes. And then uh, they're at this diner, and one of them realizes she forgot her phone. So they got to go back. Or no, they got to go to this town called Clinton, which is kind of sounds like clown town. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see what they did there? And uh turns out in Clinton... Nobody lives there except for some fucking clowns. <laughs> and and old Ralph. Well, do, I, I, people live there. It, it's the weirdest thing. Like the, What people? There's no people. You, know, you never see them. But according to... Is guy's name Ralph? I, I didn't catch his name. No, I think his name's Frank. Okay, well. Frank Strode. Yeah. <laughs> In case you didn't catch that reference. Yeah, the, in case be- the little kid dressed up like a clown at the beginning of the movie wasn't a big enough clue. Yeah. Let's let's start at the beginning here. Like there's there's a the, the cold open. Yeah. Starts out well like, like this this girl probably in her early twenties. Yeah. Uh maybe late teens. Maybe. But she takes her top off, so let's hope she's of age. Well, yes. And those are the only boobies. Yeah, just which so you know doesn't make any sense because uh, Lauren Cohen, no, not Lauren Cohen, that's Maggie Green. <laughs> uh, Lauren Compton uh, was in Playboy, right? You see that? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I seen did. it. Yeah, you did. That is to say, I saw it. Um, she, uh, anyway, this babysitter, she's watching after a couple kids. This little girl is, you know, just a standard bubbly little girl. Yeah, and then the the fat kid. Brother, who's just, he's just ice. Yeah, he's just, he's cold, quiet for no fucking reason. And then he puts on a clown suit and <laughs> again for no fucking reason. I, I I don't know why, other than to be a Halloween homage. Well, I I don't know why clowns. I don't understand the clown aspect of this entire movie. There's nothing to get. It's, it just is. It's just clowns for yeah n- for no real reason. Yeah it could have been anything. It, it really could have. Guys wearing dog masks yeah or party hats <laughs> sure <laughs> or like duck bills. <laughs> like let's just keep naming things. Yeah the, the, Well, the clown aspect was completely interchangeable. It wasn't super important to the film. No, not at all. but you know clowns pe- freak people out so. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kid hits her in the stomach with a cleaver and then she starts bleeding. Doesn't actually like chop her. Just hits her with just, it. Just like it taps taps her stomach with it. Yeah. Because the <laughs> effects aren't great. And I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that knife was made out of like craft foam. <laughs> like like little uh, thin sheets you get. Like That's like don't hit her too hard because it'll just crumble. Yeah. Just fall apart like a cracker in your hand. <laughs> or bend at least. Um uh, but yeah, so he puts on a clown suit, and the family's name is Strode. So it's like little, little heavy-handed reference there. <laughs> anyway, okay, um, go ahead. I just wanted to talk about that part. Yeah, that's unrelated to this other group, but they 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 go to Clowntown, and clown Town, Pound Town. They, they go to Poundtown, <laughs> and um, they they never get to go to Poundtown because they have to go to Clowntown. They have to go through Clowntown to get to Pound Town. Yes. It's on their map that they're using for some reason. Because people still use maps. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, seriously, they're in the diner asking the sheriff for directions. It's like, well, here, let me see your map. It's like, If somebody asked me that, I'd be like, what fucking map? I don't use a <laughs> map. Yeah, I'd pull out my phone and just yeah. be like, Google Maps, hang on. <laughs> And while they're in the diner, they go to the bathroom, but they don't go to Browntown. <laughs> no. They don't go to Browntown on their way to Pound Town <laughs> Via Clowntown. <laughs> this is all this review is going to be, is just words that rhyme with with Clowntown. Town. <laughs> and just naming other things that the clowns could be. That's all we're going to do for the next half hour. Like, smoke too many cigarettes. <laughs> Nobody listens to us anymore. They're all like, when is the giveaway? They're <laughs> going to be so disappointed when they find out what we're giving them. <laughs> it's a trip to Poundtown. <laughs> One way ticket. I've killed Tony. <laughs> uh, I was drinking last night, so I smoked too many cigarettes. <laughs> <coughs> uh, You're right. Yeah, you live. Too many was like three, and that is too many. <laughs> well, it's like it, it, there was a time when I could smoke like almost an entire pack while I was drinking. It's also a time when you quit. I did. I don't quit. Da- or I don't smoke daily. I'm sorry. I guess I thought quit meant none. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were my mom. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Get back to the movie, <laughs> asshole. Um. And then there, they there's some clowns that show up and they run. Yeah. There's that's it. There's no fucking plot to this movie. <laughs> Not really. It's very thin. Yeah. But it's... and then you've got Frank, who is, uh, he's the old Ralph of the movie. Yeah. And he explains nothing. They're like, "What's with the clowns?" He's like, "Oh, the clowns just showed up one day." Like, that's the whole explanation. And, and they're like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they. They don't reveal that he is the, the father of the kid who killed the babysitter. And that, that's another thing. There's a, the, the timeline of this movie is extremely confusing. Like, I don't know when this movie takes place, but the fact that this... This, this is a little bit of a spoiler. I won't go into to, to, to much detail about it, but that that opening scene with the babysitter it has to take place of about twenty years earlier. Yeah, but there's no indication of that. It's true; they never say it could have been. I mean, like they use like a cordless phone. Uh, well, I guess cordless phones were, but like uh, like a modern cordless phone, and there were. Modern appliances in the home and things like that. It's just, they probably just didn't think that through. <laughs> probably not. They didn't pay that much attention to it. Um. Yeah. So it was all very confusing because, like, even when they revealed that was that that was the case, um, and like I, I won't I won't go into detail about how that's revealed, but even after they revealed it, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't. I don't get it because it seemed like that scene could have easily taken place yesterday. Yeah. So. Anyway. And the biggest plot hole to me is they explain what happened to the little kid's parents. They explained what happened to the little boy. What happened to the sister? Yeah, absolutely no indication whatsoever of what happened to her. Yeah, it mean. Well, I can't really talk about that. I guess. And we're gonna have a lot of trouble talking about our next movie, by the way. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We might just have to spoiler it. We I don't, might have to. I don't. We'll figure it out. Whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah, and then they're just kind of running from the clowns. And yeah, I don't. Think uh, people get killed, and so <sighs> it's not a bad movie. It's not. That's the thing. Is it's like it's, it just doesn't it's make a little any derivative. <laughs> you know, it's derivative of Texas Chainsaw Massacre and of Friday the Thirteenth and of Halloween, obviously. Yeah. But they're not trying to recreate the wheel here. Mm-hmm. They're they're paying homage to those movies that they you know are clearly fans of, and it's it's just a, th- a throwback slasher. Yeah, and I mean, slashers don't need a real strong plot. Yeah, they don't need a whole lot of story. It's it's just about running and slashing. Yeah, and like the clowns, they're like sufficiently creepy. I like that they're all different styles. Yeah. They don't all look the same. Yeah, I mean there's one that looks if you know uh, The Man Who Laughs uh is it's like an old 20s or 30s film. It's actually the the character in that is the character or is uh, was the inspiration for the Joker. Oh. Um the 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 kind of main clown, I guess, looks a lot like him. Like if you combine the skinny one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you combine like the character for the man who laughs with Otis Driftwood. I can see that. That's what he looks yeah, like. Yeah, basically tall, skinny, long stringy hair. Yeah. White face paint. Black uh, red lips, but not like a big giant clowny smile. No, well, he's always smiling. He's yes. never not. He's smiling. got a big mouth. Yeah, and it's, but he like, doesn't have like the big painted-on smile. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah. But he's always got this really just fucking creepy grin at all times. Yeah, uh, and it's it's big. It almost—I mean—it looks fake, but it's it's clearly his real mouth. Yeah, he just has a big mouth. Yeah, and he, then he's just like in like a dirty tank top and vest. Yeah, and then you've got this other guy who's. You know, his his paint is white with blue triangles or diamonds over his eyes. And it looks, you know, much cleaner. And yeah. he's dressed in like a nice button down with suspenders. Yeah, almost like, like well a put mime together. or a little bit harlequin yeah. kind of. Yeah. And then you got kind of like a rodeo clown type guy. The big, big guy? Yeah. He kind of, he looks like the guy from Nightmare Before Christmas with the axe in his head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> like down to the overalls. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, bald, and he, but he has, like, a big frowny face painted on. Right. Um, and then there's one girl clown who just kind of comes and goes. She's like a Harley Quinn look. Basically. Yeah. thing. And then one guy, he's in, he's in like, one scene. He's, he's Yeah, like he just kind of comes out of nowhere. He's, like, a, It's weird because you see, like, these three main clowns. Yeah. The first ones that we described. And then, you know, there's one girl clown that just kind of comes. And then all of a sudden, there's all of a sudden just this fifth clown. Yeah, he's, like, an old guy. kind of shaped like a pear or, or a pigeon. Yeah. And he's like a like, like a hobo clown. Right. Um, and they're all in the credits just by their weapons. It's like axe clown, machete clown, baseball bat clown. Yeah, they never have names. Yeah. Although one of them does. One of them does, but he's not in the Don't credits, is that? Him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, so I guess my main complaints with this movie is like it uh the st- Story didn't make sense. The story's a little convoluted. Uh, the the movie itself, like the the action and the scenes, and but, I mean, the the acting was was decent enough. It was yeah, it was okay. It's not it's not good. Yeah, they're not going to win any it's like, not, Golden Globes it's, or anything. They're not going to win any Great Plot Awards. <laughs> By the way, go vote at greatplotpodcast.com. <laughs> um for the prestigious prestigious Golden Shovel. But uh, but they're not awful, no. And like I said, like the the action itself is not bad. It's shot well. It is is shot very well. Yeah, it looks good. Um, it's it's. Cl- I don't know what the budget is, but it's clearly not much. Yeah. Um. Shot entirely in Ohio, various towns in Ohio. I think there was there was in the credits it says. Uh, shot in these three cities in Ohio, and then. Also somewhere in California, but I don't remember where. You're right, it did. <coughs> it was like Lake Lakeland Hills or something like that. Something that I'd never heard of. Maybe Lakeland Hills. I don't know. Is that a place? Yeah. Okay. That might be it then. Um I took notes on the movies again. I I wish the effects like I wish they had put a little more effort into the effects. Because most of it is like Either it happens off screen, or it's like they'll hit somebody and then they'll be bloody.
1: Yeah. But you
0: don't see, you know, anybody... Like, like we were talking about with the, the uh, cleaver. Mm-hmm. You know, he just kind of hits her with the cleaver and then her stomach is bleeding. You don't see any guts come out. You don't see anything like that. Right. Which, uh, you know, that's those are easy effects. Yeah. Well, I guess one, one thing is like... <laughs> so we haven't really explained any of the plot. What plot? <laughs> well... So these kids, they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're on their way to a concert. They stop at a diner and they take directions from uh, a sheriff to go through a certain, go down a certain path. That's gonna, it's like, it's it's difficult to do, but it'll save them time if they do it right. Something like that. And yeah, he shows them on their paper map that they have. <laughs> Wasn't there was this construction on some road, so we told him to take a different road. I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, and then so then suddenly one girl realizes she forgot her phone at the diner, so they they call, call the phone. phone, and some guy picks up, and they show very little concern at the fact that some creepy dude answered the phone. Yeah, <laughs> and he says, "Go to this town and wait." They said they, they were going to like go back to the diner. But they said, oh, well, the, the guy that's driving, I, f- I forget his name. I don't remember any of the characters' names. Brad. Brad. <clears throat> One of them is Brad. He oh. says, well, if we if we go back to the diner, we're going to miss the show. Oh, that that's Mike. Just saying. <laughs> um, so they go to this town, and then they proceed to wait around for hours. Which apparently was less of a concern than just going back to the diner and you know going there and probably finding out the phone wasn't there they're saying well f- well shucks let's go said <laughs> they go and waiting in this town this girl acted guy. like her phone was like fucking, fucking one of a kind phone that could never be replaced well she said it had like her credit cards and her ID in it Well, she have like one of those phone wallet i guess things. which is just stupid why would you ever do that yeah <laughs> um yeah, so it, that's, that's another thing. They're using a paper map, and they all clearly had cell phones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, they go to this Clinton town, and that's when the clowns start showing up, and two other guys show up, and they get out. The the, the the black and white clown, the guy who I thought was Ethan Embry, or no, not Pat, Ethan Embry, um... uh. Pat Healy, the guy with the diamonds on his eyes. Yeah, kind of looked I can like Pat Healy. Um, he just fucking—I I, love—he—he he crushes one of those dudes' heads with a crowbar, uh, like into into a pulp. Yeah, and the the guy, like his friend, he shows very little, to, <laughs> like, to no concern about. Well, him. fuck that guy. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, I got to get out of here. <laughs> If you look on IMDB, the, the clowns are named like there's baseball clown, machete clown, crowbar clown, girl clown. Girl clown. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the girl. Um Another thing, like so this town, like it's it's all like from what I understood, it's all but entirely abandoned. Like people just left in droves. Because there there's like a, a, a trans, train transfer station there in the town. And there was a giant train wreck, and after that, people left, because there was a train wreck. But also clowns. Yeah. (laughs) Completely unrelated. Yeah. But what what I didn't understand, and I mean, on top of other things, why did people leave the town because of a train wreck? There was no mention there was like any radioactive waste or or anything. Nothing like that. It's just... A train wreck and it was it was briefly touched on in this opening scene. But there's a train wreck and you know, however many dozens of people died and because of that the town's this towns just not never recovered. <laughs> yeah, people are just like, oh fuck, train wrecks happen here. <laughs> it's it's like tired of these goddamn train wrecks. Yeah, it's like they live in like tornado alley or something and it's like like there's just these natural disasters that always happen. What oh, would someone think of the children? <laughs> it's like all oh, these train wrecks are always happening. <laughs> so that is just like ridiculous. Like the the the, the concept behind the movie, or like the, the, the concepts that that made this movie what it was. Were ridiculous. But when he's telling the story of how the clowns first arrived and they ask him, you know, like, what's with the clowns? He just, he just showed says, up. Yeah, he's just like, there's like a pack of dogs and they just showed up and started killing people. It's like, what? It's like, that's it? I thought everyone left. <laughs> why are there still people and why are the clowns killing them? Were it's, they on the train? I don't... <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like... I it thought, a circus train? and then, I thought, yeah, I thought for sure it was like some kind of like mutation that... <laughs> Happened from the train or something but no they're completely unrelated it's like this town just went tits up because of this train wreck and then like it basically turned everybody in, but a handful of people yeah it turned left. into and Detroit, the clowns came and the just the wiped out came, the, yeah. the rest of the people for some reason yeah so i don't i don't get it so it, it's it's really hard to take it seriously to take it seriously but to make a good judgment call on this movie because the story makes no fucking sense but the movie wasn't bad it's really not like i said it's you know it's cookie cutter but i fucking love cookies yeah. <laughs> cookies are fucking dope yeah i love slasher movie cookies like um yeah so i i, I guess I, I don't really know what to think ah uh, yeah, it's like, it's, I mean, it, it feels like it was written on the back of a napkin. Yeah, if it was written at all. Just <laughs> go out and do some stuff. It's like, I got this idea. We're just going to see what happens. It's like, uh, these people get kidnapped and locked in a warehouse on Halloween and they're chased by clowns. But you know what? Oh, wait, that's something else. You know what, though? This is, I, I wish 31 was this. Right? This was This better. is what 31 should have been. This is what, yeah for sure. Uh I I wish this would have had 31's budget cuz I think it would have been yeah, maybe they should have crowdfunded.
1: Maybe, maybe they did. I have no idea. Maybe they
0: did, yeah. But they're not Rob Zombie. No, they're not. Uh but conceptually this could have been story-wise it could have I been wonder better. how much the release of 31 affected this negatively or positively. I don't think a lot of people saw it and just went, oh, that's just a 31 ripoff. Or alternately went, oh, well, that looks like 31, and I enjoyed that. Maybe I'll give that a shot, too. I don't know. It didn't really sway me one way or the other. No, me neither. But we're a little more attuned. attuned. I guess that's one word. What else has this writer done? The Burning Dead with Danny Trejo. (laughs) You know, you know, you made it when you have Danny Trejo in your movie, because <laughs> he's not in all the movies. I'm surprised he wasn't in this. Probably could have gotten him. What else has this director done? Man of Steel. That's not right. <laughs> he was in Man of Steel. Oh, uh, yeah, he was an extra. I was gonna say that was that was Zack Snyder. <laughs> uh oh, The Burning Dead with Danny Trejo. The Dead Matter. <laughs> yeah. Dead lives matter, <laughs> oh, right. talked about those those two guys that the the main crew met up with, and one of them got beaten to death. yeah, he also got lit Dylan on f- and Billy right. he also got lit on fire, and the guy his friend did not react. He's like, we just gotta we gotta go, <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> he didn't say, Oh, Billy. <laughs> Anyway. And it, what was weird was like they their their, uh, Hummer or Jeep, I think it was Jeep, got sabotaged. They don't really quite explain how. They just open up the hood and go, "Oh, look at this. This is fucked." Yeah. And so they're like in the middle of the street. It's like, how does this happen? <laughs> and the guy's like, "I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. I'm this not happens. a car guy." <laughs> <laughs> But then, like, the girl's in the street, and the- she almost gets hit by Dylan and Billy. hmm And then they get out, and they just, like, run from the clowns instead of getting back into Dylan's car. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, this car runs. We should go. <laughs> no, let's go in that abandoned school bus. Why didn't they get in the car? <laughs> God damn it. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, they went and hid in an abandoned school bus. Yeah, and how about, like, there was... That didn't have a back like how, it was like half a school bus. Yeah, and like they ran from that cl- the 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 Harlequin. I keep calling it Harlequin or more like a mime, the like the black and white clown with the pretty simple face paint. Let's call him Diamond Eyes, sure, uh, or Crowbar Clown, or yeah, I guess that's what he'd be in the credits as. Yeah, uh, it was him. Like they were up against him alone. Yeah, there was five of them, and they <laughs> ran away. Instead of beating his ass and getting in the car and leaving, but he it. had a crowbar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so <the> fuck what. <laughs> so one of you gets a broken arm and saves fucking five lives. <laughs> Kick his ass and get in the car and go. Hit baseball car or baseball bat guy on the way out and fuck off out of there. <laughs> Movie over. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. Sure. <laughs> Ah oh, fuck. Anyway, so I don't know. This it's it's weird reviewing this movie because it's like we shit all over it, and then yeah. we're like, but it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's so weird that the mo- the movie itself is okay. The movie you are trying to explain it is just like the story is shit. There's no way you can describe this to someone and have them go, well, "That sounds really good." Yeah. <laughs> but then you're like, "But it is." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's okay. <laughs> Like, I don't feel like I wasted my time watching it, but the story's dumb. It's campy slasher fare, is what it is. But yeah, it has a dumb story, and it's got fucking plot holes that you could drive a you could drive that car through. through. (laughs) You could drive Dylan's car, yeah. (laughs) But they didn't (laughs) because they ran away from one guy. (laughs) (laughs) And how about uh? Dylan was up on a rooftop fighting, like, getting in a fist fight with him, and he kept dodging his punches. It's like, fucking tackle the asshole. <laughs> like, what are you doing throwing punches at this guy? Get him on the ground and kick his ass. Yeah. It's like, have you never been in a fight before? <laughs> do you not know how to win things? <laughs> uh, um. We should probably just do ratings, because I think the more we think about it, the more we're going to fight wrong with it. It's it's weird. It's got a, an a story that just seems like it's held together with scotch tape. <laughs> it's filled with plot holes. The acting and the effects are good, not great, but it's fun. Just it's, it's it's all right. And yeah. I fucking hate clowns. They're not like clowny clowns though. Yeah. They're uh, like 31 clowns kind of. Yeah. I mean, they're clowns in that they have painted Face faces. Space, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I I thought it was pretty good. It's you know it's not gonna sweep the Emmys or anything, but for sure. Uh, well, did you, you saw the cover for this right? Yeah. Uh, neither that girl or the clown on the cover were in the movie. <laughs> just want to point. <laughs> that oh, is that out. not Lisa? I don't think so. Didn't look like her. Uh. How do you know? Didn't you just see the clown's shoes? And pants. Oh, so there's no clown with those pants? Nope. <laughs> Clownton. Downtown. Oh, yeah, that that's definitely not Lisa. No. That girl's, like, Hispanic. <laughs> yeah, and then those are, like, big, goofy clown pants. Yeah, much more clowny than actual clowns. Yeah, I think they made that <laughs> poster before they made the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, if if you're into just like I don't want to say schlock, that's that's it's definitely not that bad. But if you're into like campy, you know, eighties style horror. Yeah. This you might enjoy this. If you want to be harkened back to a time when people use roadmaps <laughs> then this is your movie. Like it's you know, it's very reminiscent of like the the early Friday the thirteenths or sure. Halloween's. Yeah. So if you know, if that's your thing, I would recommend this. If you're into ghost stories or stuff like where you you know that there's a lot of thinking involved or psychological stuff, no, don't this is not you. Yeah. Um I I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess. I guess for despite all its faults, I I'll give it a six. All right. I think it was a little better than average. Just again, it's very it's very confusing, even for me as a movie reviewer. the The, the story is bad. Like the the well, the, the story itself had potential. The Plot points made no fucking sense. Yeah, and they they they. It's like they took concepts from a couple different ideas for movies and just mashed them together. It's like yeah, that works. It almost seemed like they added stuff in. Just be like, we need a twist. It's like, well, what if this? Why? <laughs> oh, you wanted a twist. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it there for now. We'll think of something later. And then they never did. <laughs> then they handed the script to the director and he was like, What? Alright. Fuck it. <laughs> this is what you want. Um anyway, so yeah. Yeah, six I don't think six is outrageous. It's a little generous, but it's not outrageous. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to be a little more kind to the independents. I haven't been, and that's that's kind of been our platform is to be more friendly to independent filmmakers, and I feel like I've become a little curmudgeonated. <laughs> So, I'm trying to take into into account the fact that these are smaller budget like I said, films. Yeah, the and, budget clearly is not much, but I, I think they did okay with with what they had. Yeah. So, there you go. All right. So next up is our second film. Wait, should we do the giveaway now? Should we wait? Let's do it now. Do it now? No, that's not do it. Now. Let's do it later. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. Hold until later. <laughs> The next film we're doing is uh, from this year, or last year. I think it's this year. All right, it's Pet. Hey, remember me? I was just wondering if you wanted to get maybe dinner. I don't know about you, but I love seafood. There's a place on Wilshire. Yeah, we tonight. Holly, right? Holly Garling. Yes, Eric. Hey, babe. I'm serious, though, Hall. Move on already. Someone's popular. Who's the guy? I already sort of have a boyfriend, so. No, you don't. this lightning bolt love's not a lightning bolt real love takes work are you really gonna let me on love you're keeping a girl in a cage i'm not doing this for me doing this for you you just have it all figured out don't you that's got a little of crap. You don't notice how lonely you really are. This isn't about us. Mm-hmm. making me feel bad for my five because you're like oh, you're more generous to the independents and now I'm just like, oh, I'm an asshole that gave him a five. How's it feel? <laughs> <clears throat> Still said I would recommend it. Okay, so Pet uh, is, is uh, it's a 2016 movie. It uh, premiered at South by Southwest earlier this year but it just came out for uh, they're in theaters and on demand just a couple days ago. So we, we we just, under the wire, saw it. Yeah, it just came out Friday. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I must... Because I watched it Friday. I didn't even know that was the day it came out. <clears throat> um, anyway, it's a... This isn't like a, like a full-on horror. It's uh, more of a thriller. Yeah, it's, more psychological. Right, it's uh, directed by Carl's... Carlos or Carl's or Carlos Torrens. Uh, and it's a story about a girl and her hobbit. <laughs> uh, no, it's a it's a classic boy meets girl story. Classic, yes. Yeah, classic <laughs> in every in every way. Boy meets girl, boy falls in love with girl, boy kidnaps girl and keeps her in a cage in the bottom of a right pet uh-huh. with a twist, with a titty twist. Not actually. There are no boobs in this movie. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you can turn it off now. <laughs> no. um, so, yes. A girl named Holly. She's a... It <clears throat> takes place in LA. A girl named Holly per- played by Cassinia Solo. Um, she is a waitress. Uh, did I say this in LA? Yeah. Okay. Um, which is a very confusing thing because she has a pretty nice apartment. They both have really nice apartments and they both work shitty jobs. I don't understand that at all. He because even says at one point that he makes $9 an hour. Was it 9 I thought it was 11 No, you said 9 Okay. So that's very low. Yeah. Um, like li- living here in, not I don't even live in Seattle, and I couldn't survive on $9 an hour. <laughs> well, if you lived in Seattle, you wouldn't make $9 an hour. Well, sure. But I'm, I'm just saying. Because our minimum wage is 15 Not yet. Is it not? No, it's no. S- still scaling up. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, we we'll get there. Um, anyway, yeah, and Seth is played by Dom- Dominic Monaghan or Monahan, however you want to pronounce it. I think it's Monaghan. I have no idea. Though. I've never heard him say it Me either. Uh, you know him obviously from um, Lord of the Rings: Lost, sure. Uh and he he's he he's works at a the pound. I mean, you know, works at animal control. Um, don't really know what he is. Is a janitor or? uh, Yeah. It seems like he, he cleans the cages, but he also feeds the dogs. Yeah. It's just a general employee, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. So he spots Holly on the bus and they went to the same high school. He recognizes her. She doesn't recognize him. He was a, a grade above her. I think, um, and he just becomes instantly obsessed with her um he tries to casually run into her at several places. She f- forgets who he is, and then you know when she sees him again, she starts to flip out and get angry He's, you know are you following me type thing um and so it gets to a point where Seth is just like. I've had enough, bitch. I'm going to make you love me. <laughs> he builds a cage. Because he. Apparently, the, the animal control center he lives in was built on top of a castle. <laughs> and they have a fucking dungeon down in the sub basement. Um, which is actually basically the bathroom from Saw. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Like, he goes in there and flips on the light. I'm like, I've seen this before. <laughs> um, They're just like, uh, can we use this? Uh- <laughs> Uh, I mean the foot and the saw are still there. And Saul was like, No, we're making another one <laughs> And they were like, Seriously <laughs> Um Yeah, he he builds like a very well crafted cage. I didn't I wouldn't have taken him for one to be good at, you know, metallurgy or forging not forge he didn't forge, but he's very good at using a welder, like Yeah. I'm a crafty person I know how to build things. He's crafty. I have no idea how to use a welder. <laughs> um, but it's a very solid cage, structurally sound. And he looks up, did you notice he looked up instructions on how to build a man-sized cage on the internet? I didn't notice. I noticed he looked up how to build a cage, but I didn't realize. He... Well, they're using a man for scale in the in the directions. That didn't even dawn on me. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck website is he looking at? I don't know. That's one thing that should crack cracked on... me up about this site or about this movie is all the websites that are like clearly well-known websites, but they changed them. Yeah, like oh, is it uh, the Sleuth S- was, was it Google just called Sleuth? Yeah. yeah, and it was like you know all the letters are different colors. Yeah, and then Peeps Finder, Peeps Finder, <laughs> which was very clearly just Facebook. right? <laughs> I didn't see what the Instagram one was called. He clicked through it too fast. Oh, I didn't notice. But, I mean, it's the exact same UI as Instagram. Right. Um, But he was, like, cyber-stalking her. Oh, yeah. Which I guess I left out. And he... he, It's so weird because he um, meets her on the bus and then he gets just obsessed with her. Right. Like, from that five-minute interaction Mm -hmm. they shared, gets obsessed with her, finds out through through cyber-stalking, finds out where she works... Uh, about her friends, um, what she likes to do, what she doesn't like to do, food she likes. Find out all about her. And that's actually a pretty good commentary on social networking nowadays. True? And that's why it's so important to set your privacy settings about as high as they'll go. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... I lost my place because uh, I jumped around. Oh, no, I don't remember. Man-sized right. cage. Yeah, so he builds this cage. He um, follows her home and drugs her like, from some... some uh, <laughs> Sedative? Sedative, thank you. Sedative that he... Sedative um, give? Sedative <laughs> <said to> <laughs> uh, That he took from work and... She wakes up in a cage, and that's when things start to take a turn. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you find out that Holly is crazy. Quite, <laughs> she is quite literally out of her mind. Yes. Um. This is when you find out that, and this is this is spoiler territory, guys. So. I'm gonna try not I'm gonna try to be very delicate, but I mean there's really no way around a lot of these things. but this is the middle of the movie so it's not like we're not really giving away the end. Um, you can kind of figure it out from the trailer. Yeah. I mean like if you read this like a synopsis or a, a plot, it does hint at this okay um, so but you find out that her this girl who you think is her roommate, is actually a figna- figment of her imagination. Which is the girl from iCarly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not iCarly, but iCarly's no, friend. F- not the iCarly. Not the titular iCarly, <laughs> but iCarly's friend. Right. The i... something or other. I don't I don't know her name. Mm-hmm. Josephine. I don't know. Sure. Let's call her that. Yeah. <laughs> so Josephine Maybe. is a figment of her imagination. Her name's not Josephine. I don't know. I don't remember not important um and she's basically saying well you know he's gonna kill you so you best be trying to get out of here and just as the story unfolds so does the depth of fucking holly's psychotic side because that chick is fucking nuts claire 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 is her imaginary friend um and here, here's probably maybe what you'd consider most a spoiler. You find out that Seth, who you thought when he, she played he, Sam on iCarly, okay, it's, it's not important. <laughs> Holly, uh, or like Seth, he he is obsessed with with Holly and basically in love with her. He is definitely mentally unhinged. And you think that he kidnaps her and cages her because he wants to make her love him, but you and which is to an extent true. But you also find out it's because Holly is a serial killer. Mm Hmm. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Did not expect that. Didn't expect that at all. I expected them to be like trying to match crazies. I didn't expect that. And so Seth has basically yes, captured. She won. If they're trying to match crazy, right. she won. Seth captured her because he is a- obsessed and then in love with her. He captured her put her in a cage to save her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so that's when like I'm 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 kind of digging this movie, and I'm like, oh, oh my, my god, this movie's awesome! <laughs> I was so into this like movie from from that on from there on, like like this movie's great, that was like the most awesome twist um and it, they played it off so well, and she was she was the villain, yeah like I mean Seth I wouldn't call him the hero, he was the victim, yeah. And she was the villain, even though she was the one in the cage. Because she was using to her advantage the fact that she he is obsessed with her. Um and wow, does she do it well? Mm-hmm. Like and she's She's <laughs> twisted. And she's talking with um Sam. No, Claire. Claire, yeah. Sam was her name on iCarly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so she's talking with Sam Claire. E Claire. Mm. iCarly uh, and Eclair. <laughs> There's a spinoff right there. Or a sequel series, whatever. Like Fuller House. <laughs> Why would you be changing Sam's name, though? E Sam. But you said Eclair? <laughs> oh, Eclair. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Nobody notices. None of this matters. <laughs> Does any of this matter? Any of it? Um. Yeah, uh, so, he's like, so before all this happens, you know, uh, Seth is just being a total creep, which which does not such a great job of setting this movie up, thinking that he's gonna be like the the crazy one, which
1: for all intents purposes yeah. he
0: is, but not the crazy then one. She tops him, yeah. Um, but it's like he works it's a, a couple of things, a couple. <clears throat> plot holes that probably nobody else in the fucking world noticed was the fact that he works for nine dollars an hour he has a decent apartment like if i was a single guy living in la i'd be happy with that apartment but i'd have to be working like the job that i have now to afford it yeah (laughs) and probably not much else um and he also buys her a big fucking bouquet of like two dozen roses I make more than $9 an hour. I can't buy two dozen roses for my wife. <laughs> That's insane. That's expensive as fuck. So how the fuck did he afford it? And how the fuck does he afford all this, like all the supplies to make this cage and all this fast food that he's buying her to f- keep her fed? I, I don't know where he's getting the money for this. Yeah. <laughs> and he almost gets fired. Just a l- little bit of a plot hole there. Um, what else? All right, what, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, the, uh, the dude from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the security guard. Nate, was that his name? Yeah. He was pretty funny. Yeah. He always is. Like Everything he's in, he's funny kind of plays the same character pretty much yeah <laughs> um what, what was that one with uh, jason siegel and uh, emily blunt uh the five-year engagement yeah he was in that for i don't know five-ish minutes maybe not even that long he wasn't that funny in that was he, he was the bartender in forgetting sarah marshall right yeah yeah that's right though one who knew like the name of all the fish, like a five hundred fish or something. Like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah. I didn't know if I was going to be able to buy Dominic Monaghan as a creep, mm-hmm. just because he's like he's a little guy, and he's so hob- he's not he's not terribly intimidating, right? But like the way that he does it in this is very good. Yeah, that plays well because he's it- not he's not a physical. You know, he doesn't, like, impose his will on anyone. Right. He even gets his ass kicked at one point. Yeah. Um, he's just a, a crazy dork. <laughs> yeah, kind of. He's kind of like the... Uh, he's like a scorned lover, even though he was, never actually was. But he's yeah. just, you know, so obsessed with this girl. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, at, at the start, before you really find out Truth behind why Seth Kidnapped her mm-hmm. you, you just you, you He pl- he plays up to The fact that you think he's just Crazy and Obsessed um, And you don't you never question That as that being the Reason why he did it Yeah So I mean, again when the truth Comes out That she she lit a fucking homeless guy on fire. Yeah. And I was just thinking, That's fucking brutal. Apparently that homeless guy was the uh like the makeup effects artist on the movie. Oh really? Yeah. Is that why he did the is he's like a stunt guy or something? Um well everything I saw said makeup department, but he did the makeup for like X-Men and a bunch of like big movies. <laughs> I'll be damned. Um Yeah, he's just that <laughs> she lights him on fire and just goes running through his ha <laughs> running through the street just Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you find out that she like, wasn't always crazy. Yeah. She, you know, she got this bloodthirst. Right. And just, it just grew. Mm -hmm. And now she's just this fucking, and uh, it doesn't at any point seem like anyone's looking for her. (laughs) No, not really. (laughs) You never hear about like the serial killer on the loose. Yeah. I mean, she's got like this shitty ex-boyfriend who, who cheated on her that she still talks to, I guess. Yeah, and he still of, wants her back. Yeah. Um He's the one who who beats Seth's ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh was, you know, one thing, when he's doing his like, you know, oh she likes this, she dislikes that, going through Instagram, yeah. Or not Instagram, whatever it was. <laughs> um under dislikes he writes beer. But then she goes to visit her ex boyfriend who's a bartender and he's like, let me just buy you a beer. Right. And I kept expecting her to say, you know I don't like beer. And then finally she's just like, okay, and starts drinking the beer. And I'm like, well, I thought she didn't like beer. What the <laughs> fuck's going on? <laughs> Plot hole. Yeah, like they They didn't tie those together. Yeah. And like, when he's looking at her Insta like, he gets most of his information from her Instagram pictures. And it's like, he puts things together that I never would think of. Yeah, this guy should be like a he should be working for that FBI or, or something, something. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz he's he's very good at finding cyber things. sleuthing. Yeah. He's like uh he's like Sean from Psych. Right. He just notices all these little things, <laughs> puts them together. Except that he was being manipulated. He couldn't pick, pick up on that. <laughs> right. Yeah, he did not pick up on that even when he had to do horrible things. Right. Poor, horrible things. <laughs> And that's the thing like she she's talking to Claire who like like we said is like a figment of her imagination saying that uh she's like he thinks he can save me and I'm going to let him think he can and so she she uses that to manipulate him and she she plays the long game she basically tries she doesn't just try to get him to let her out, he tries to get her to let him out, or let get him to let her out, while destroying him mentally. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's fucking sinister as hell. And I, the the biggest thing is that this Cassinia um, Solo, she's she's cute as a button. She is so pretty, uh, and just this really unintimidating, like, like. You, you never suspect her, and that's probably why she got away with this, with what what she does, um, is because she's just so non-suspect. Yeah. Um, just this blonde waitress, and he Seth actually makes a point of that, that uh, you know why she says why didn't you just turn me in? She's like oh yes because I'm gonna go uh, oh yeah hello officer you know this this blonde waitress yeah she's a serial killer right. And I ever locked in a cage, <laughs> right? Um, and, the, and if they ask, you know, how did you find out? Oh, I broke into her house and stole her journal. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, this this is a very well crafted movie. And then the very end is so fucked. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was confusing because it negated what I thought had happened. Yeah. But yeah, still, but fucked up. It was really fucked. Um, Yeah, this movie is really well crafted. Mm -hmm. Put together so well. The twists and turns were like, even when you thought you knew what was going on, there was another twist that kind of changed that flipped the script on it. Um, Yeah, just put together really well, and I was very, very surprised, but. I was surprised because I didn't. I hadn't heard a lot of this movie. I, you know, I didn't see a lot of reviews for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see a lot of people, you know, even mentioning that it was coming out. Yeah. And you would think, you know, if a, a movie is that good, everyone's going to be hyping it up, but it, there really wasn't a lot of hype behind it. Yeah. But yeah, it was really well done. And I don't know if you and I discovered it on the same day or what, but I remember, you know, as I think probably both of us do, I was. Just going through like upcoming horror movie uh, upcoming horror movies and I stumbled across this one and it sounded interesting and I was going to put it on our calendar and I, the same day you said if you don't have anything else for this day you should put pet on there mm. I'm like oh yeah I was going to <laughs> so um, but uh, yes very pleasantly surprised it was a very good movie yeah I really enjoyed it and it, I, I it's 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 nice when a movie can keep me guessing and and surprise me. Yeah. Cuz you know, we've seen so much. We've seen all the tropes. We can see a lot of things coming from a mile away. So when something is actually genuinely surprising, that's that's fucking gold right there. Word. Yeah. Okay. So do you have anything else to say? Um I don't think so. Okay. You want to do your number? You go first. Me first. This is your movie. Okay, well, yeah, like I said, it was very well put together. Um, the acting was great. Everybody did a really great job uh, playing their parts. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly, but Cassinia Solo, um, she did really well. She played the antithesis of what her look is just—I mean, I've, I saw a picture of her with black hair, so I don't know if she's a natural blonde or not. She looked like she probably is, um, but just this sweet, unsuspecting blonde, tiny little girl. Not girl; she's a woman. But um, and she played somebody that looks like a total fucking whack job so well. Yeah, uh, and not just not just crazy, but devious and evil. Uh, manipulative, um, and Seth he played just that love-struck nut job really well too, and all the supporting cast they were really great too. I mean, they're the most ninety uh, percent of the movie was just Seth and Holly mm-hmm. in this m- one room really. So much of the movie most took place it, yeah. in, that, in that fucking dungeon or whatever it was. Anyway, so um, yes, I. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie Um, and I don't want to be too generous trying to keep in mind what I've given other movies Um, I think I'll give this an 8 and depending on how well you like thrillers with a lot of twists you may even think higher of it so, Taylor, what did you think? <clears throat> uh, oh, yeah. I, I I did really enjoy it. Eight feels too generous, though. So I'll, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven and a half. You fucker. You fucking half. Eat a dick. Why don't you just commit to something? Hey. For once in your fucking life. <laughs> Deal with it. What was that? Those are the, like sunglasses. Like the GIF deal with it oh like thug life no no the deal with it i don't know the deal with it how do you not know the deal with it david caruso i don't (laughs) the deal with it jiff where the little sunglasses come down isn't that thug life i don't know maybe okay does it say deal with it no it says thug life (laughs) this says deal with it and it plays gin and juice in the background (laughs) that's something different wait no it's not gin and juice it's I forget. I forget the name is. Yep. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Just fucking up our averages. Yeah, well. I'm glad. I, I feel. It makes me feel good to give good ratings. <laughs> because I looked at our, our year in reflection. And we did not give good ratings. And I don't think that reflects poorly on us. I think that reflects poorly on the film industry. That's the thing is that like six, uh, 2016 was actually a really good year for horror. But you know, when you're doing basically a movie a week, we do two movies every two weeks, so that's a movie a week. Yeah. There's a lot of shit in there. Yeah. That a you got to wade through. But there were some pearls in there, too. Like what? Like Don't Breathe, Green Room. Okay. See, I have a hard time. I mean, even even though we talked about it, reviewed it on the show, I have a hard time calling Green Room horror. I mean, it's—I'll call it's a siege movie. Yeah, and I guess I mean it's a thriller. I don't know, whatever. Never mind. But yeah, I mean, you know, other other people will say The Conjuring Two and Lights Out, and yeah, but they're wrong. We didn't even bother reviewing those. No, Lights Out was... I went to Best Buy the other day. Yeah? Lights Out was in the bargain bin. Already? Yep. Holy shit. That's surprising since so many people did like it. Yeah, well, those people are bad people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I won't make apologies for myself or for you if you like Lights Out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are our views. It's weird having you rate things higher than me, too. It is weird. I mean, we are starting... You uh, usually hate everything. Yeah, like Not just movies, like everything in the world. Yeah, I, I do hate a lot of things. <laughs> Most things, maybe, even. Uh, yeah. So that's all for the show. Good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Definitely man. no giveaway. <laughs> so it's not just a giveaway. We're going to make you work for this one. Because... And it's not going to be super great. Like, I'm, I'm playing it down. Nobody's going to want to play it. Nobody's going to enter. Um, I think this is a very, very poorly concocted thing. I thought of this a couple days ago, and now we're going with it without, without any real planning. But um, we have for you guys a digital download code for. Krampus, um, which is of course the Michael Doherty film that came out last year. If you didn't see it, you're missing out. I I just watched it again the other day, and I enjoyed it more the second time. My because, my only thing about it is that uh, Doherty clearly tried to make it more family friendly than mm-hmm. Trick or Treat, and I wish he hadn't. Yeah. Um, I was talking with my dad today about uh, Christmas Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah. That was what I wish Krampus was. Yeah, I was actually me. Me and my girlfriend were just talking about that earlier today. Mm. I was explaining to her that about Christmas Horror, and I was like, "Uh, you know, structurally, it's much more similar to Trick or Treat than yeah. Krampus was." Absolutely. Um, and and it had zombie elves. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it has fucking Santa fighting Krampus. Yeah, like fist fight. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> like as hell anyway anyway krampus we're not <laughs> we're not giving away christmas horror story yeah. but i i watched krampus i enjoyed it much more and i, I think plan on watching it tomorrow because tomorrow is krampus night mm, yeah um i enjoyed it much more because i th- i think because i knew what i was expecting now i i knew i i i knew at what level i should enjoy it that that makes so much sense yeah, yeah. So it was a, it was a lot more fun because I didn't have these super high expectations. Maybe we should start watching our movies twice. <laughs> Maybe we should, because uh, expectations really do affect the way you think of a movie. They really do. Yeah, I've I've when we did our second time around episode, it it really made me think about how we would review things in the past. Yeah, like I mean, Tusk we kind of stayed the same on, but we really we both just flipped on we are still here. Yeah, I mean I still didn't love it, but it was I definitely thought it was much better than I did initially. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean I don't want to say that ruins our credibility as movie <laughs> critics, but um things definitely look different the second time around. Yeah. Um but Anyways. I mean I think that's part of film reviews in general is just your your initial reactions. Yeah. So That's why I try to avoid other reviews or write-ups. Yeah. Because I don't I don't want to have expectations going in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will watch one of our... Sorry, guys. The contest is coming soon. <laughs> um, uh, I will watch one of our movies, and then I'll go read a review about it. Yeah, I've done that, too. Just so I can maybe see another perspective. I usually... like I'll do that if maybe there's something I didn't understand. Yeah. Or if... I don't really know how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah, that, I definitely do it then. Uh, it helps me kind of shore up how I f- my my opinion on something. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yes, Krampus digital download of Krampus. Yes, uh, we will provide you with a code that you can get through. I think it's I can't remember if it's Ultraviolet or Voodoo, but it's def it's it's a code for one of those services. Um, vo- uh, it might be Ultraviolet. I think that's a more popular one. But um, you can view it on your mobile device. You can view it on a tablet. Uh, is that considered a mobile device? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think they. I think so. Your computer. Uh, I think PlayStation and Xbox both are compatible with it. I'm not positive, but um, Apple TV, Chromecast, all that stuff. You can watch it. Digital downloads. For all of those. And it's yours. There's no this isn't there's no illegal streaming going on. This is it's yours to have. Yeah. It's it's um goes in your library. Yeah, I mean we're not we're not selling it to you, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> That'd be the shittiest giveaway ever. Yeah. You win, we'll sell this to you. <laughs> you win a chance to buy something. <laughs> um but yeah, it's yours to keep forever. It it never expires. Well, the, the code itself does expire, so you need to use that quickly. Um, but the the once you download it, it's yours forever. You've always got it. Um and also included with that, we're gonna throw in one of our stickers that have not been made yet. Um I think I'm probably gonna have a couple different ones. I think we're probably gonna make one in like our standard just text logo. And I think I might make one of our uh, alternate logo We'll see how that goes um, But we'll give you your pick of the two uh, And I think This is the part where I haven't really planned out all that well um, I think probably what we're going to do Is have you um, Hit us up maybe Facebook or I guess any of the social Networks however you find out About this or whatever how, wherever I think you f- email would be the best Maybe email I guess Yeah So, yeah, I guess you just want to email us at at contact at graveplotpodcast.com. I can make make a new email specifically for the contest. I don't think it's necessary. Okay. Just email at contact at graveplotpodcast.com. Tell us what your favorite Christmas horror movie is. And why. And why. It doesn't have to be an essay. Just a couple lines. If it's too long, I'm not going to fucking read it. (laughs) And I'm hoping we get a handful of entries from this. I mean, our... Our entries, like, be like I mean, we 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 get some from co- for contests, like free giveaways and stuff. But I'm hoping we get some some good ones from this. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's just you know, like a paragraph. I was gonna say even just a couple of lines. I mean, you can. I'll read them. You can make it as long as you want. I like reading what other people say about movies. Um, I'm gonna change the password so Tony can't read them. Better not fucking change the password. <laughs> I'll kick your dick in. Um, and I, I don't think it necessarily be easy, needs to be email. I think if, if you want to do it on like Facebook or Instagram or something, I think that's fine too. However, you want to contact us, we'll just check across all sources. Okay. I mean, I mean, does it matter? Facebook? Well, we don't have Facebook messaging on, so they can't Facebook message us. But if they want to post it to our wall, they could do that. Sure. Yeah. Just. Yeah. We'll. We'll. We'll be watching for responses. Just post it wherever you feel. Email would probably be best. Just don't do it in like six different tweets. Yeah. If you want to tweet it, then like write it in like a Microsoft Word, and then screenshot it and then tweet that. Yeah, or like a Notepad thing or something, or uh, on your on your phone. Yeah. But yeah, there's plenty of ways to contact us. Like Tony said, contact at GravePlotPodcast.com is our email. Facebook.com slash GravePlotPodcast. Instagram.com slash GravePlotPodcast. Uh, Twitter.com slash Grave underscore Plot. That's the only one that's different. Yeah. And uh, all, all of our entries, we're going to read them on, on the show. All yeah. of them? Well, I don't think we're going to get. Or just the winner? Well, maybe maybe our favorites. Okay. We can pick. Um, yeah. So, uh, and of course, we'll be reading these on our next episode, which is our Christmas episode. Yes. Yes. Um, where we're going to be watching uh, Red Christmas and what else? Secret Santa. Secret Santa, right. Which was a, a former guest Mikey McMurrin's movie that I actually contributed to on Indiegogo, so I'm excited to finally see it. Yeah, and actually, hope, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to have the director of Red Christmas on, Craig Anderson. So look out for that. We're going to finish out the year strong, guys. And that's going to be our last episode of the year. Yep. Um, so look out for And the then that. the next episode after that will be the Grave Plot Awards. So make sure you go to <laughs> graveplotpodcast.com and vote for your favorites of 2016. Yeah. We want some, uh, with some, we want a lot of entries for this guy so we can, you know, make the decision a little more difficult. Yes. Because, <clears throat> oh, Christ. Uh, yeah, was, you, you get a vote I get a vote and then the audience gets a vote right and hopefully that all works out <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the tiebreakers but what if we all three picked something different well then we go to the oracle but what if he picks something different no he doesn't get to pick something different he has to pick one of those three well, but what if he hasn't seen them then we go to a different oracle I think we should just do a round robin <laughs> What is that? How do we do that? I don't know. Flip a coin. (laughs) A three-way coin. (laughs) Maybe what we should do is we can figure all this out off mic. (laughs) We don't need to. This is inside baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. Um, Anyway, so yes, please uh, give us a shout about your favorite horror uh, Christmas horror movie. Let us know why. Um, We'll read our favorites on the show next year or next year next episode. Uh, and pick a winner and then we'll get in touch with you, send you your your shit, and we'll probably email you the digital code. Um. And uh, yeah, check out our drunken cinema if you haven't already. We yeah, drunken cinema of uh, Ghostbusters. There's also a chance to get a free sticker in there if you you know if you don't want to enter this contest. Yeah, I mean if you know the if you know the joke that was referenced, right? There's there's a joke. You have to know that get the reference. Contact us. One of the ways we already said and let us know if you get the reference. If you do, Tony will send you a free sticker. Yeah. On my dime, guys. On Tony's dime. Not even out of the show's dime, because the show doesn't have dimes. <laughs> show has pennies. We got dimes. We dropping dimes. <laughs> we spent all our dimes on these headphones <laughs> and now we're saving up for a new, uh, mixer. So Which by sure the way, visit us, <laughs> patreon.com slash grave plot podcast. Make <laughs> uh, sure you check that out. And, uh, like I said, rewards for as little as a dollar a month. Yeah. And those are, those are upcoming guys. Uh, I just, I need to make the designs. So, um, so yeah, we'll be back in a couple weeks with our Christmas episode. Uh, until also, then, make sure you uh, subscribe and review to the show on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever it is that you listen to your podcasts. We are we are everywhere. We are legion. Yep. <laughs> so we'll catch you on the flip side, guys. On the flip, who? Okay, and on the flip side. <laughs> my finger guns. Tony thinks he's back in 1985. Hey. And now he's the Fonz. I don't know what's happening. We need, to, we need to end this. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> all right, guys. Till next time, I'm Skeletoni. I am Taylor of Terror. This has been the Grave Plot Podcast. Where we're all a little dead inside.